What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 200 of the Game Explained Real Talk podcast. As always, I'm your host, Derek Bender, and this week I'm joined by Andre Seekers, Ash Polson, and John Cartwright. And actually, we'll have more guests as we go along, uh, as we'll probably be going for about two hours uh, today and just swapping in uh, GX members as we go along. So, yeah, we're doing this live for our patrons right now. You can actually see us on video. Hello to everyone. Hopefully they can and see us otherwise, and hear us. Yeah, hopefully they can see us <laughs> and all that. Yeah. <laughs> but otherwise, we will have it on, uh, the, you know, just a, the normal audio-only version up for everybody else after the fact. But, you know, something special for patrons to make this 200th feel, you know, special. Of course, to make it even more special, I was an idiot and complete. I'm actually back home from Amy's. Or <laughs> is it really that you know, special, did, Derek? Yeah, <laughs> it happens more day. often than I like. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I had to come up. I had to get my car inspected. I'm already three months overdue, so I'm like, I have to get up there and get this done. And I forgot my mic, <laughs> so I'm on my uh. cell phone for this video and have my you know th- speak enough of this. So I apologize for the probably terrible quality. I am deeply ashamed. I actually, I actually have her had Amy ship me my mic, my good mic, uh, so I could have it ready for tomorrow. But it just was not going to be ready for today. So, how's you guys' week going? Oh, real quick, <laughs> hold on. Joseph says, now that we have a live chat for this, Joseph says, I've been supporting you guys ever since episode one. Wow. Wow. How long? I can't, I can't do basic math. So how long ago was that? Like. <laughs> It's like several Three years ago. Years. <laughs> yeah. Actually, we can bring up, uh, I saw Joseph's uh, comment in our Patreon uh, thing. And he, it wasn't actually a, uh, a uh, question or anything like that. So, Joseph, he says, congrats on 200 episodes, like I did for episode 100 back when I went by a link between times here. I just want to take the time to reflect on how much has changed since the, that last milestone. Game Explain has grown a ton in that time, including reaching 1 million subs and adding on both John and Steve. I may be a bit off on the timing, but I think that's right. Uh, It's also reached out into non-Nintendo games and become even better for it. And now, to be a bit bit self-indulgent, I was a senior in high school for episode 100, and now I'm entering my junior year of college. Now he's married (laughs) and has kids. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Right? I said then I was going to pursue games journalism uh, with all that I had, and I meant it. I met many of the greats of the industry while interning at Game Informer last year and have increased my skills and connections by doing an internship at Pace Magazine this summer. And now I'm getting ready to start perusing freelancing, uh, pursuing freelancing seriously. So I'm setting a goal. By episode 300, I intend on becoming involved with GX some way. I'm not sure if that means contributing to a discussions or making videos, but I intend to build the skills I need and put my best foot forward before episode 300. So see you then. Wow. That's oh, amazing. Cool. Nice. I love that's that goal. Cool. To see that growth. Yeah. That's really cool. Thanks for sticking with us, and I love the ambition. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's... Oh, boy. Adam Harris said, I got married and had kids since episode one, so. <laughs> and I don't think Adam's joking, so that's terrifying. Hey, right? <laughs> I mean, I guess I that's do have insane. a kid on the way since episode one, so I guess yeah. that's something I'm right there it, with you. If Adam follows up with like, his kids driving, like are already a driving age, I'll be very concerned. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Toon yeah. says, I got married, was... no kids. Yeah. <laughs> Episode one was February of 2016, so four years. Wowzers. Uh, yep. The entirety That's... of this hellscape. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, almost half of Game Explains life ago. So, yeah, yeah. well, thanks for all for joining us uh, for our special live podcast. As Derek said, this mm. is fun yeah. to do. We, we actually, we had experimented before, I think, with a few live podcasts before we abandoned it. Um, so yeah, but we've been looking we, more we had like recently. little fan interactions when we were trying to figure out what we wanted to do for the Patreon, and yeah. before we just like, ah, let's just keep it in the podcast now because 
God, that's a lot of work. <laughs> yes, it was. So, all right, Derek, you had a question for us, I think, as I recall. Yeah, how you guys been doing? <laughs> you know, Pretty good, Derek. I mean, that's what I that's what I asked. Uh, like, what have you guys been up to and all that? I mean, we can well, dive into some news topics, but it's another quarantine Friday, which means yeah. it feels like every other day of the week they is all blend together now. I mean, is it, it is actually Friday. Friday? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah, you know, hanging in there, just uh, you know, working and trying to fit gaming time in where I can. I'm still playing Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition because that game is. <laughs> so massively long but i'm just having the best time so yeah just been uh doing that and working i've got some uh exciting things ramping up with work and uh, i've got a cartoon we're going to start producing pretty soon and uh and uh, yeah so i got some things yeah cartoon exactly that'll be the sequel to carpoon of carpoon yeah Carsoon too, son of Carpoon. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but yeah, no things are things are going all right. And uh, as I mentioned, I think last week my wife and I are finally moving at the end of the month, uh, end of August, I should say, um, to a much nicer two bedroom, two bath place. When I have my own office, I'm so excited. So yeah, things are things are moving. Nice. We've had times where Ash has had to go in his car to escape the drilling noises of his house. So yes. it, it's gonna be so cool to have you live somewhere that's inhabitable oh, <laughs> almost God. made it through like, the last yeah. episode of game club without any interference until at the very end so we had to have yeah and then started Brandon, yeah cut out all the uh -huh. <laughs> construction sounds wasn't that so bad. annoying yeah, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. it's been so, and, and plus i mean just you know when you work from home in general you know it's just sucks when you've got things banging all day and chainsaws going off and i don't even know what the hell they're doing they've been doing stuff for at least <laughs> they're not doing anything yeah We've had episode podcast episodes based around the fact that you had like guest starring construction workers or something like right. that. Right. I have no idea what they're actually doing. They <sighs> think they'd be done by now, but either way, it's going to be a memory pretty soon, and I cannot wait to have my own recording space in the studio. I'm going to get a green screen. I'm going to get a mic stand. Like all this sounds like basic ass stuff that you know you just hey, don't I don't think you'd have. But oh, okay, that's true, I guess. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, where we are right now, we only do we don't have enough space, so I just <sighs> use the coffee table. In front you also of the don't TV. have a microphone right now, Derek. So. <laughs> <laughs> good point but i i own a microphone i just don't have it here. speaking of which are you able to turn yourself up at all derek you're coming a little soft to me uh how about oh god that's way I... worse <laughs> okay. oh no we've broken it oh yeah we we we, we risked fate with that i, I mean, was gonna say, i'm working my best but is, yeah you can't change any in discord or you have max in discord oh god there's no way i can mess with discord settings on this phone <laughs> like have my hands in front of everything <laughs> it's Azran's getting kind of silent hill here. Huh? I, was, I was just asking the chat how Derek's coming in for them. Uh, okay, he's good, they're saying. Um, okay. You just have to just shout have the shout. entire podcast, Derek. I can do that. <laughs> I can be loud, I think. <laughs> well, you definitely were loud on the uh, Paper Mario uh, sticker store stream that someone retweeted today. Oh, God. <laughs> it always comes back. I don't know why that popped up all of a sudden, but... I think people I are celebrating so people... our 200th podcast. People are just excited to relive our best memories, and that is that might take the, that might take the cake. <laughs> I've seen a lot of people legit mad at you for that. <laughs> what? I've seen a, I've seen a lot of people legit mad at you. Yeah, you for and that. your alt accounts. <laughs> no, that was not me. I'm just trying to get this all figured out. And most people, most people loved that, Derek. Just, just FYI. <laughs> I'm very happy that you cannot do that to me now on Twitch. There's no way for you to get rid of Chad on Twitch. <laughs> right. Uh, I can find I can find worse things to do to you on Twitch. <laughs> anyway, I, I don't like the. 
I don't like the way Azran thinks. He's saying, what if the workers are just a construct of Ash's mind and they follow him to his new home? Dear We're getting God. very Silent Hill here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's terrifying. Mm -hmm. Is you never know what, what, what might happen in these quarantine times. I could see it. <laughs> that's that's for sure. <laughs> Protoman says, I was definitely happy when Andre did that. Not going to lie, LOL. Exactly. You're evil? Go away. <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't, I just could uh, not stand the fact that anyone could leave Sticker Star with anything re re remotely resembling a positive impression. I had to guarantee. Then what you, why didn't you do anything to your fellow journalists? You all rated it highly. <laughs> I mean, I had no control over that. What can, <laughs> what can I say? Why would anyone, I agree anyone you rate Sticker Star highly? I have no idea. I don't go. Uh, it's don't rating it. is way is disgustingly close to uh, color splash or to color splashes on Metacritic. It's like a few point difference. That's I think. Ridiculous. Yeah, because color splash like, is so like, much better. People are adjusting because like uh, we didn't. Nobody likes sticker star, so we can't be too positive on color splash. Mm -hmm. Well, mm -hmm. the the worst part is, is sticker star is one of the best selling games in the series. I, th I think it's the best selling games in the series in Japan at least. This is exactly why sales figures mean nothing when it comes to game quality. People bought it because yeah. it was a sequel to a good game or uh, yeah. a good series mm -hmm. on the most popular platform at the time for Nintendo. That's why it sold well. So you know, How is Origami yeah. King doing? Uh, Toon J says that Super Paper Mario sold better. I, th I think that's true, but in Japan, I'm pretty sure that um, Sticker Star is in the lead. Mm -hmm. And Super Paper Mario mm -hmm. was also on a massive install base. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Yeah, so uh, yeah. as for me, God, I've just been so busy with just a bunch of random projects. I can't even keep track of what I've been up to, like <laughs> recreationally. <laughs> I guess in the, in the little spare time I've had, I've been, uh, I finally started watching a show called Nathan For You, and that show is kind of amazing. It's like, it's, okay. I, it's equal like cringe and equal hilarity, and it's just funny enough to keep me sticking through the cringe. Um, have you guys? Are you guys familiar with the show at all? Or I've never heard of it. No, no, no. no. It's it's kind of amazing. So it's this guy called Nathan, uh, who goes to basically the struggling businesses and offers his ideas and what they can do to increase business. The thing is, these ideas are generally terrible and of dubious legality. <laughs> He's like always skirting a fine line. So it's kind of like a basically a reality show. And uh, the the ideas he comes up with to save these businesses is amazing. For instance, in one episode, uh, he, there was a struggling gas station. So what he what Nathan came up with is, hey, we'll offer the cheapest prices in town, but via rebate. Uh, so people have to you know uh, mail in a rebate in order to get the reduced price. The catch is, in order to mail in the rebate, uh, you actually have to physically trek up a mountain in like a half day trek, find a mailbox at the top. Put it in there, and you wasted far more of your time than you'll get back. And this whole episode ends up with them like sleep, camping out overnight with Nathan on the mountain as the three people who've remained, who haven't dropped out by this point after they've answered countless riddles, uh, have this weird like bonding session where they all bond over how lonely they all have been, which is why they've stuck through this journey for this <laughs> rebate. It's not about the money at this point. So yeah, this show is fantastic. I highly recommend it. Um, I'm on season two now. It's just so good. So... Oh Sounds God. very unique, like a very, it's very specific. unique. Yeah, where it's, is yeah, that? Yeah, it reminds me. Uh, I'm watching it on Amazon Prime. It was on Comedy oh, okay. Central originally, so I I had I bought the seasons. I don't think it's available for free anywhere. If it is, I got ripped off. Um, but it's worth paying for. <laughs> but it's so good. It reminds it reminds me a little bit of like just a tiny bit of like a Tom Green esque energy, but it feels far more like it, it feels far smarter than that, and not as mean spirited. So it's more like a modern team Tom Green, I would say. Um, yeah, it's a really interesting show. And, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, there's some really fun stuff in there. The, and I forgot to mention the best part. is The best part is, by the end, people didn't even care about the rebate, so they didn't actually, they actually <laughs> didn't 
even bother with it. And uh, they just yeah. left, even though it was revealed that the place they had camped at, the mailbox was right behind them the entire time. So any of them could cash in the rebate. <laughs> So, oh god it's a great show well, both um both david and jessica have said that it's free on hulu oh good so maybe you were ripped well, off well i was ripped off apparently darn it there you go that's what you get Random for supporting the creators yeah. <laughs> randomly enough my wife and i were going through netflix maybe a couple of weeks ago and uh she saw supermarket sweep which is one of her favorite game shows growing up so we've been oh, watching a lot of reruns of uh supermarket sweep and that's just been a randomly fun thing to do does it hold up and uh it totally does. It's 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 super wholesome. It's like that kind of '80s wholesome game show, like just super. Yeah, I mean, the wholesome is probably the best way to to put put it. And you can tell it's '80s from the clothes everyone's wearing. Like it's just <laughs> it is definitely mm. of its era. And uh, we've also been watching Floor is Lava, which is just a hoot. It's amazing. So it's so fun. It's like it's like a cross between like Adult Legends of the Hidden Temple and MXC. It's oh wow, fantastic. I I <laughs> recommend it to anybody. <laughs> I love how they play up that these people are just dead. They are just gone. Uh -huh. Oh, I love that. No! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, yeah. I just wish I took it a little bit farther where those people are even gone in the post-show interview. <laughs> like, they just shouldn't uh -huh. show up again. <laughs> yeah. It's great, though. Or you have, like, you have skeletons next to whoever yeah. whoever uh, made it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Adam Harris knows when you hear the beep. Yep. Supermarket oh, sweep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I, uh, I haven't watched it yet, but I kind of... I, I, I'm kind of interested in HBO. I think it's Max now or now or whatever they HBO whatever Max, HBO yeah. is calling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they have a new show from the creator of Regular Show, which I've only seen bits and pieces of, which I did enjoy on Cartoon Network. But they have his new show where it's like two different parents raising things, and the clips I've seen seem really hilarious. Like there was uh, like some clip I saw on Twitter the other day where uh, like one woman is addicted to posting things. It's like, I'll show you a post and toss the phone away. And it's, it's a long bit of <laughs> joke of the phone hitting a uh, post cereal, a post box, a post man, uh, a post Malone, just bouncing off all these other things of like this, this extended visual gag. And I lost it. It's just so randomly funny that I really do want to see more episodes of whatever this show actually is. Mm -hmm. Nice. Uh, Someone so. mentioned up in the in the chat. I can't Close remember enough, was, that you should play. Uh, you should or not play. You should watch Avatar: The Last Airbender, Andre, because it's on Netflix now. You know, I and started if, watching if the first episode, and I got like five minutes oh. in. I'm like, oh god, I don't know if this thing oh, I can do. Man, it. <laughs> you have to last longer than that. So good. Like, oh, so good. I think it helped that what got me into my uh, my Hero Academia was the fact that I watched the movie first. So I wasn't subjected to the origin, you know, like the build up, the you know, building the grand uh, the foundation of it. Right. So maybe I should hop into mm -hmm. a later episode and see if I would actually enjoy it based on that before going back to the first one. If you it want is one of those rare shows that just gets better. It just gets better as it goes. That's pretty rare. I'm trying to think of a good later episode that would get you interested and in, to go back and watch the rest. Maybe the uh, the storm. If you know which one I'm talking yeah. about, Ash. Uh, it's been a while, but I think I have an idea. Yeah. The one where you get. Uh, Zuko and Aang's backstory. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay. The chat's just saying, a, don't yeah. watch the movie first, Andre. Yeah. Do, do not watch the movie and get your <laughs> do impression. Do not of the show watch the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's like, no. It has to be better than this. <laughs> yeah. Season one is definitely, like, I think it's good, but it's definitely the worst of the three seasons. It just gets mm -hmm. better as it goes. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. By the end of season one, I think you'll be hooked. And the rest, yeah. season two and three are freaking amazing. All right. Well, so. maybe I'll give it a shot. What about you, John? Watching anything? Not much lately. Uh, after this podcast, I'm about to start watching season two of Umbrella Academy. 
um, which I'm not sure oh, if you guys have seen that at all. I've heard of it, but not watched it. It's really good. Uh, it's basically, it's kind of like a superhero show, apart from they're all kind of retired, <laughs> if that makes sense. <laughs> um, it's just kind of bringing together this sort of um, like abandoned idea. So it's it's like quite immature and um, it's less it's less focusing on superheroes and more just focusing on uh, their lives. And it's it's pretty fun. Um, so we're gonna start watching that later. <clears throat> but I've not been watching that much lately. But what I have been doing is something very exciting. I have every panel to pond game now. Every single <laughs> oh, hell one. Yeah. Congrats. Oh, <laughs> I, uh, Are you counting? Do you have the Game Boy version of Tetris Attack? Yes. Okay, all right. You passed <laughs> he's he's looking for it. Here it is. Oh, nice. Well, you're ready. I'm impressed. I've got, yeah, I've got all the games Very in the series cool. now. The Game Boy version of Tetris Attack. I think Attack. I have that. Uh, it's, I think it's I have good. a Game Boy one, yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. I've got um, Pokemon Puzzle Challenge, which is the Game Boy Color version. That's and uh, my favorite one. Right here on the floor, uh, the GameCube exclusive um, puzzle collection. So, this comes with Pound Upon, Yoshi's Cookie, right. and Dr. Mario. Uh, but this version of Pound Upon was the uh, the cancelled N64 one, but it comes with a four player mode and is the only Pound Upon game that does. Uh, and I've not played with four people yet, but playing with computers is so much fun. That four player Pound Upon sounds amazing. I, I still want to like Pound Upon 99. Like I yeah. would pay a premium subscription fee for Nintendo yeah. uh, Online if they they gave that if they gave that to us. Oh my god, that would be so fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. This also comes fun. with a, a brand new version of Yoshi's Cookie, and I've never got into Yoshi's Cookies. I, I never really know if that if that's good or not. I had it on Super Nintendo. It has it has these really cute uh, like cutscenes between chapters. Um, uh-huh. That yeah, that, that it just makes it rewarding to go through the story mode. The two players pretty fun too, and it has some good music, so it's not it's not a bad game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Verloc is asking, can you guys always see each other's faces while recording a podcast? I've been trying to bring it back, but whenever I'm not on the podcast, it seems to fall by the side, the wayside. So <laughs> I've been trying to make it a thing. <laughs> We've been doing doing it more with with recordings, though, where we, we actually been, yeah. can see each other, and it definitely makes it a little easier to play off of one another for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I was considering last night is where does Doctor Mario rank in the puzzle tier? Like, is that a high tier puzzle game? Doctor um, Mario. I yeah, think... I, I'm trying to like compare it to other ones like Tetris and it's... Pound Upon, and I, I, I don't know if it's high tier. It is. It's th- probably like upper mid tier, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like upper Cause... mid or low high, I think. Yeah, like, I put it above columns. Uh, <laughs> I don't like columns. I'd go higher than I'd go higher than columns. I I would but for sure. Yeah. The, the, the weird thing about uh, Doctor Mario is that even when you. It's weird to say, but it's more—it's very single-player focused. Mm-hmm. I think because it's you're solving this issue, and even when you're in multiplayer, you're still f- solving the thing faster than everybody else. So it's more of a—it's more of a legit puzzle that you're figuring out. You just happen to be affecting other people as you're playing. More whereas puzzle, uh, panel the pond, Poyo Poyo, Tetris—you want to get those combos that affect other people. And Doctor Mario. I don't know if there's a ton of combo potential. But Maybe Do- I haven't seen enough. There high is. Play. There, there, there is. Yeah, Doctor yeah. Mario is more of a race, though. Kind of touch on what, what you're saying. It's like it's more of a race to get to the end, and your the yeah. garbage you send is just kind of incidental, but can be very impactful. But no, you can definitely rack up some pretty good. In fact, that's one of the few puzzle games I'm actually pretty good at game puzzle uh, combos in, <laughs> which might be Same, why yeah. I, I like it. Yeah. Like and, I, like I said, I want uh, online Doctor Mario so I can face Tom again. I want amazing. Well, we have yeah. online Dr. Mario through NES Online. Good point, actually. It actually <laughs> works quite well, too. So there you go. Uh, yeah. We should live stream this. Have a, have a yeah. Dr. Mario off. <laughs> we should. 
Uh, Adam I mean, Harris right, is also very poor representation of what it's actually like fighting viruses. <laughs> Zero out of ten. It is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, randomly, you know who's really good at Dr. Mario is Felia of the Nintendo Power Couple. She and I were playing online a couple of weeks ago. We had some really heated matches. It was a lot of fun. Regardless. Like, competitive Dr. Mario is a blast. I, I, I'd kind of forgotten how fun Dr. Mario can be if you're playing with someone who's right... You know, you get you guys are at the same level. Did you play really Dr. Mario 64 with his four player? Four well, player, yeah. yeah. I, that's the version I won because I played that with you yeah. and Tom, and that's where I had that. Yeah. such a good time. It's so fun. Yeah, I will <laughs> say though, I, shout out to the uh, the Wii version of Dr. Mario, whatever it was called, Dr. Mario, maybe just Dr. Mario Online RX. I think that was, it, was cool. it. Yeah, that was that also had, right. it wasn't four player, but it had a really good online mode. And I love the animations they had for the Mii characters that were portrayed. I kind of miss the Mii's. Mm. I loved how they worked in that game. <laughs> I do too. Yeah. Uh, Joseph Stanichar says, we need Dr. Mario to make a vaccine for COVID. Yes, Dr. Mario, save us. Dr. Mario doesn't wear a mask, all right? Do we really oh, trust right. Dr. Mario? I don't know if we trust him. Yeah. 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 Dr. Mario 64 was like based on, I think it was Wario Land 3, and there were a bunch of characters from that game, including like the main enemy and a bunch of other like grunt enemies. It's such a weird roster. You have, you have Mario, you have Wario, and then just a bunch of randos. Yeah. I want a backstory on all those characters. Like, what's their like that dolphin? What's it? What's the dolphin's deal? Yeah, <laughs> so great. So, just to let you guys know, we have uh, Steve and Amy coming in in around two minutes. It's about their turn to drop in with us. Perfect. Are you them up now, uh, Ash? Yeah, I'm letting them right now. Yeah, yeah we can right. do that. And in the meantime, uh, is there any kind of like we all chose topics and whatnot? There's any topic that you're uh, actually you guys are still going to be here, so I guess so. Yeah, I suppose we're not going anywhere, are we? I guess yeah. I'll just go ahead and go into. Um, I did. I forgot to choose a topic, so I'll just pick one because I want to talk about this anyway. And in the news, uh, the Giga Leak. We got to talk about the Giga Leak. How there's this new stuff coming out every day. From Nintendo, so cool. or not from Nintendo, <laughs> via, I guess, I mean, of Nintendo. Well, from, yeah, yeah definitely not from Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we've, we've seen so many interesting things that uh, that correlate both to things that have been touched on officially from Nintendo, as well as things that we've never even heard of before, um, such as the fact that, one example is yesterday, or a couple of days ago, we saw that there is... Mario originally had wings in Super Mario World, which kind of explains why a feather gives you a cape in the final right. game. Um, which is something I never even thought about before, but I'm like, oh yeah, that does explain it. <laughs> um, we've seen, we've seen. I saw today that there's apparently a, a connection, um, like a an early version of the uh, the well dungeon from Majora's Mask from the canyon area uh, was found in Ocarina of Time, basically. So they reused elements planned for that game in Majora's Mask. Um, yeah, we could go on for how many on and on for all the interesting details we've seen, like early Super Mario Kart sprites. How's it going, Amy? Hey, Amy. Welcome, Amy. How's it going? Pretty good. Hey. Hopefully I didn't she interrupt did you. Review <laughs> she did a review oh. for Catriel, and she was also our camera girl for E3 last year. Yep. Yes, okay. yeah. I've actually helped out with a couple E3s. Uh, I love discussions, right. too. Was, well, I wish yeah, we quite a few discussions. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, we were just discussing the uh, Nintendo Giga Leak, which has just been a source of impossibly interesting... <laughs> little nuggets of information for over the past week. It's been so cool to see this stuff unearthed, you know, especially Luigi. I mean, Luigi, the whole Luigi yeah. thing is yeah. insane. Especially on the especially day it came yeah. out. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 24 no, yeah. years. One. That's insane to me that that happened. <laughs> like, how cool. So great. One of those just random things that worked out or I, I don't even know. I just, I, I still feel really bad about this, <clears> this <throat> leak. Like I, I, I find myself having a hard time enjoying it just because of how it came about. Because the person who leaked this 
did not scrub anything. I heard, no. I saw today, yeah, that, yeah. Like, Nintendo's floor plan is on there. Emails are being leaked. Yeah, like, it, 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 it gets very personal, yeah. and um, it's it's more or less doxing employees. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I I enjoy the information that's coming out, but I wish they weren't so irresponsible in how Definitely. they're just putting it all out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah, it's done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean it's, it's 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 a complicated issue. Um, yeah, it should have scrubbed better for personal details, and obviously, I mean, yeah, and it's hard to defend, you know, a hack of any kind. Um, but putting that, putting those aspects aside, at the same time, I'm not losing sleep over this. <laughs> um, right. I, I think the details are interesting, and even if they weren't obtained in the most ethical of ways, uh, you know, there's there's really no there's no putting the cat back in, or there's no like putting the genie back in the uh, lamp now. Like it's out there. There's nothing you can do to yeah. contain this. And it's sure. it yeah. at least outdated docs information. Like hopefully it's not totally up to date. <laughs> Joseph brings up an interesting point actually. He says, I think if Nintendo was more transparent, it'd be less tempting to leak stuff. It's 100% and true. I think they could easily get away with giving us a book of Mario 64 oh, yeah. development, just showing us all the beta assets, the beta ideas. I mean, we've had it with Zelda. We've had lots of um, Zelda books which show elements that aren't in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, recently, a lot of the PNGs for Ocarina of Time, like the actual art assets, were leaked online in high res. But they're actually already out there in um, Art and Artifacts, I think the book's called. Um, yeah. So that, that they're already published. So if they did that kind of stuff with all their franchises, that, that, that's a goldmine. Like you can, right, yeah. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people would buy that stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, there is that Iwata Asks book coming out soon uh, that's been translated mm-hmm. into English, and that should contain a decent amount of at least of background details relevant to maybe some of these, well, maybe not these games. But, well, actually, no, probably some of these games. Um, so mm. that should be interesting, but yeah, Nintendo clearly has a much wider catalog of details they could make available where they, you know, where they do decide to. I think people would be very interested in that. I would love a Mario sixty four book. Absolutely, that, yeah. That details mm-hmm. the development of one of the most revolutionary games ever made. <laughs> um, yeah, it's almost kind of baffling they haven't explored that before. You would think so. Right. I mean, just do a whole Mario series book where they show you behind the scenes art and concept art and you know early sprite ideas. I mean, they could make bank off of that. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm just, it, it, un, undoubtedly, but I, I did see a few people say like there's apparently some trade secrets that Nintendo wants to keep un, under their belt and within that as well. So I think that's also some of the issue. It's like because they didn't release this themselves, it you know you, you got people more interested in that stuff. But the reason they didn't, they didn't do it is because well, here's how we actually made these games and made them w- w- be so good. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I care about, about the Yoshi. behind it, but yeah. <laughs> oh, you, man. Have you seen Basie Yoshi? He basically looks less like a cartoon dinosaur, more like an actual dinosaur. Creepy as hell. I'm <laughs> Very so glad Yoshi rich. looks the way he does. Yeah, it's yeah. super weird. It's really weird. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Movie Yoshi looks better, in my opinion. <laughs> it is kind of interesting well, how the Mario World Yoshi acts as a like middle ground between what could have been Yoshi and what is now Yoshi. Because even modern-day Yoshi looks different to how um, he did in the original game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that's always bugged me in Mario Maker is the Bowser sprite in Mario World. It's just this ugo abomination that doesn't even fit into the Mario World style. And they've leaked these forward-facing Bowser sprites outside of the clown car. It's like you have these in your in your vault, but you're not using them. Like they they could have easily used those for Mario Maker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah. The sprites for Bowser. I I never liked the sprites for Bowser and Peach in Mario World. 
always thought no, the, hideous. Peach is a weird Pe- one. Peach is <laughs> yeah, hideous. Peach was weird. Yeah, uh, she I looks actually, like she's like flat. Like yeah, she's Peach yeah. is odd. I love Bowser though. I think Bowser's great. He looks like he looks like he's gonna mess you up. Like you don't want to yeah. encounter Bowser in a dark alley. And that's why I'm so upset. The Mario Maker screwed up his sprite. They completely redesigned it, and it doesn't look anything like yeah. it did in the actual game, which kind of goes mm-hmm. against the whole point of Mario Maker. But anyways i always thought like i always thought bowser looked especially creepy even today by today's standards in mario one yeah like he looks scary evil in mario one he also looks a little goofy too to me i don't know i guess i yeah i guess i could see that too yeah Yeah. (laughs) i like the goofy look Uh the the hammers coming out of his horns or something like that i was like how is he throwing those they're just (laughs) spawning them it's like god he's uh (laughs) yeah he can use his um psychic powers or whatever (laughs) It's it's yeah. funny because uh, Bowser. I'm pretty sure Bowser's like Amy's favorite character. Really, <laughs> just in general. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't really know that. like Bowser. Yeah, we were at a store the other day and they had this very large Bowser figure, and I was really tempted to buy it because I have this random <laughs> alcove area in the house, and there's nothing there. So when I saw this giant Bowser, I was like, "Ooh, Bowser could go in there." <laughs> she just she just needs a Bowser shrine. <laughs> I don't know, Amy. For some reason, I thought you would have been on Team Kirby with me. Oh, I love Team Kirby too. Like. I, there's no, there can only be one though. There's no hate. Okay, if I had fair to choose fair between those two, I would choose Bowser. <laughs> All right, fair I enough. respect that. You know why? Yeah, Kirby, Bowser is an actual character with design. Kirby is a blob. <laughs> he was literally Kirby. A place, really Kirby was literally a placeholder. Excuse me. Kirby literally. has murdered gods. All right. Kirby, Kirby is a god this killer. Is all like after the fact. Kirby's awesome. <laughs> Kirby's, a, Kirby's, Kirby's way more design. cuddly. So I will give you that. Like you could just squish him, and he's just a cutie. I got a Kirby. Kirby just wants there. to be left alone and eat his cake. That's Kirby all. Is Kirby is a oh, Kirby is a walking stress ball. Nice. Yeah. I know. Yeah, exactly. We actually, at that at that same story, I mean, we actually saw those like special edition Kirby's that like that aren't from a game at all. It's like these like alchemist oh, yeah. works type there things. Was, like like this special steampunk dis- looking Kirby. It was really cool. Yeah, same for mm-hmm. Waddle Dee and Metal Knight. You're like, what are these? I had to look it up. It's like some sort of special thing going that they did in Japan. Some I don't know, some series that are just for plushes. Nothing game related, but I love the designs. I'm like, yeah, why isn't this really a power? Good. Yeah. Uh, no, Alan I do. Wilkinson I really like says, too. Yeah. Actually, I've seen Alan says, um, they're really cool. Incoming Paper Kirby in 3, 2, 1. I'd love a Paper Kirby game. I would be so oh, in yes. for that. Just a yeah. Kirby RPG. They've, they've got kind of yes. close with the uh, Ooh, Epic Yarn. Not an RPG. Yeah, yeah, I guess they did. Of, yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking more like a gameplay sense, though. Right. I'm taking the gameplay of Paper Mario and just putting Kirby in there. <laughs> Derek, I'm right there with you. A Kirby RPG. I mean, we've already seen that it can work from the Great Cave Offensive, so exactly. I would love to see so, that. Yeah, I I just thought with Paper Kirby, like when Kirby sucks up an enemy, they actually crumple up into a ball. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think, yeah. This, I think it's that sucked visual in. metaphor right. and all that, and then mm-hmm. like it unfolds from his uh, body and or uncurls as he has his new hat and whatever. That'd be God. I want that. <laughs> Paper <laughs> yeah. Kirby would be really awesome. That would be. Um, also, yeah. as it very very Loke um, says, I want a Kirby 3D platformer. I'll be very yeah. disappointed if the next Kirby game is just another side-scroller. Uh, uh, Star yeah. Allies was fine, but it, it was nothing more than fine. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Star Allies definitely was, you could see that it was the end of that style of Kirby game. They've taken it as far as they can go. It's time for something new. I feel like you could say yeah. that about any number of Kirby games before that, too, though. <laughs> They'll make another one, I'm sure. That well, yeah, I just like- mean, like... This one was so many in a row. I think that's what... Yeah, like, Return to Dreamland and uh, Triple Deluxe were, like, the start of that, you know, that aesthetic style, yeah. I guess. 
and just uh -huh. that kind of vibe. And I think they just took that as far as they can go with Star Allies. They peaked with it with Planet Robobot for sure. Yeah. I like, just mm -hmm. want Kirby Air Ride 2. Just make I it know. Happen. I would love that as well. I haven't right? even played the original. I don't oh, have you haven't? It. Do yeah. you have it, Derek? No, I don't because it's uh, expensive now. It goes I, for like a hundred dollars. I saw reviews at the time, when, you know, because I'm a kid and I don't know any better. And it was like, I only have limited money. And they're always like, this is a very simple and uninspired racing game because you only hold down one button. And to be fair, uh, no, that Derek, is most of the you, game. That's but City not, Trial is that's not even accurate, Derek. You hold down zero <laughs> buttons to play Kirby Air Ride. Oh, gosh. That is right. <laughs> zero buttons. <laughs> <laughs> the only button you press uh, is for the break. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a great game. I, I wish, you know, maybe after Sakurai's done with Smash, he can try his hand at, at a new Kirby Air Ride style game. I'd be all for that. Well, he's kind of explored yeah. the idea in Smash Run on 3DS. True. True. That wasn't mm -hmm. good, though. Gosh, Smash Run was so close to being amazing. It was, it was Why didn't we get that yeah. mode in Ultimate? I know. We're, we're, we're actually in the same instance right. where you can actually affect each other. Oh, man. It was so close. Morris says, hello, GX crew. Hello, Morris. Hi there. Hey, Morris. Hello. Hi. <laughs> uh, given that Amy's here now, did you have a topic, Amy? I did pick a topic. Um, let's see. Let me pull it over here so I can read it. This Why is Bowser is better than Kirby? <laughs> <laughs> um, hopefully no one else picked this one. Did anyone pick Al We haven't Al done anything yet, so you're good. Okay. So it says, Hi, GX. Congrats on 200 episodes. This podcast has provided me with countless hours of entertainment and laughs. So here's to 200 more. Lately, Game Explain has been doing more streams. I think at this point, a majority of the crew has hosted or participated in a live stream on the channel. My question is, do you guys prefer making videos or doing live streams? Are there aspects of each that you'd like, dislike? And can't wait to hear your thoughts. Thanks, you guys, for everything that you do. And who is this from? So I do both of you. This is from Akil P. Akil P. Hey, Akil. Steve. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Hey, Steve. It. Hello. Hey, Steve. You made it. <laughs> I was planning I on picking that one too, Amy, because I think that's a really interesting question. Yeah, and I <laughs> yeah. do both as well with videos and streams, and I just thought it was really interesting. And for me personally, I feel like there are two different flavors. Like when I'm more introverted, I really like making my videos because I can make mm -hmm. mistakes and edit it out. And I don't have to look nice. I don't have to like be ready live on the dot for anything. I can just go at my own pace. But then when I want to actually interact with people and talk with the chat, and get their input, you know, have that live input from them. Like, well, what should I do? Should I go this way or this way? Then the stream is really fun. Because that stream is like, mm -hmm. the streams have this big camaraderie, like uh, a big group aspect. And that's a lot of fun. That's a lot of good energy right there. So I don't know. I like both in a way. I like being able to do both. Let me say that much, I guess. Mm, sure. it, it helps with my introvert and extrovert <laughs> nature. Because I feel like mm -hmm. I'm right yeah. on the line. <laughs> yeah, I really like the back and forth of, of with chat, like for live streaming. I love the back and forth you can have with the chat. I like entertaining the chat. Uh, just, you know, I, I like interacting with with fans and, and just people who come to yeah. watch. I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and I'm, hearing I'm everyone's good, perspectives, um, too, and their thoughts is really yeah. interesting. Mm -hmm. mm. I'm not good at streaming games I've never played before. I, I find I'm way more comfortable. Uh, I can keep a conversation better <laughs> if I'm really familiar with the game. Yeah. Because uh, otherwise you're focused on trying to pick up the new stuff and try to figure out where to go, and then the chat's trying to tell you stuff as well. Yeah. And I'd much, I'm, I'm way better when I'm just uh, streaming something that I've played like a dozen times before. Yeah. Oh, see, yeah, I'm, I'm the, that. I'm, I'm the opposite. I like streaming a game I've never played before because I don't feel uh, pressure of expectation to perform well. 
I'm like, hey, I, su- <laughs> I suck at this, and it's totally fine because I don't know what the hell I'm doing. But there's still um, some dicks in the chat who expect you to play well, despite that fact. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, there's always someone. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you mean you're a game journalist and you don't know how to <laughs> right. play a game? Oh, yeah, yeah <laughs> like, there's always that one. I want to stream Origami King, and I already know that I'm going to get trashed for it if I do because I'm so bad at the puzzle aspects of the battles. <laughs> me too. So bad. Yeah, I mean, I, people give me all right because they, they do get tricky, and I yeah. I am with I'm with Steve. I like doing it blind. I think it's mm-hmm. more interesting because I can have more genuine reactions to things and like first-time occurrences. Uh, I can get really into that, and I feel like it's more interesting than just, yep, done this again, done this, and... I, I feel like I need to have more to talk about when I'm streaming a game I've already played before because, like, okay, I have to keep them entertained now. They can't just go off of my natural reactions. I have to actively almost sell this game, which is what I'm <laughs> going to be running into when I'm, uh, you know, playing the Ratchet and Clank games here soon uh, for mm, the Twitch right. channel. Well, you uh, get people hyped give, up like, for your past into experiences. The Rift, the like, Rift if, you've, if you're playing a game you've played before, like for me, Banjo Kazooie. It's also fun to revisit some moments that you love. Like, oh, guys, watch this part. This is really cool. So that can be fun as well. But I prefer yeah. blind games myself just because I feel it gives me more to talk about. And those new reactions are pretty interesting for people to watch as well. And uh, that's just my preference. But if I'm feeling a little bit more tired or <laughs> lower energy, I definitely <laughs> like to play something, you know, Mario Kart or something they could just chat with easier and not have to have as much brain power because especially with platforming, which is not my forte, it is really embarrassing to do poorly and have people watching. Those are the best ones though. Those are completely mindless by and large. So you don't have to focus too much on what you're doing. I'm just not good at them. Um, Jeroen 7X asks, will Tom come at some point as well? Yes. He's going to be here at one 30. So on that note, Steve, uh, do you still only have until one 30 as well? No, uh, I had okay. an appointment at two, but that got canceled, thankfully. So I'll oh, be here for a while. I'll be hanging out. Um, and apologies to everyone for being late. Uh, I was in the middle of shooting my Lego NES review with the camera I'm I'm talking into now. Because uh, <laughs> I, I thought, the, you know, you should do on the stream. Do your review. I, I read, on the stream. <laughs> yeah, I read podcasts, and I was like, oh, I just need my mic. So then I had to go break down all my Lego stuff and and come back up here and hook the camera back up. <laughs> <laughs> nice. uh, we may want to. We may have to push back some things, Ash. Then for the other people, I'm not sure how many people. Uh-huh. Like, or we can just bring everyone on. I guess is there a limit on Discord? <laughs> I, I um, we have a limit of twenty five. Twenty five. Twenty five. Okay, then yeah, maybe it'll work. Yeah, so we're good. Every um, Game Explain member, past and present. <laughs> real quick, just offer a slightly different perspective. Um, I much more, I much prefer playing games or streaming games I've played before for for a couple reasons. One, I like being able to offer like commentary on things that I've already experienced and that I like, and point out details people might not be aware of. But also, when I want when I want to experience the game, I want to do it without having to worry about anything else. I want to see the game by itself. Yeah. I want to be in a comfortable situation for it. I don't want to be dealing with chat, um, which will Same. take a, which will detract from the game for me. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I couldn't imagine playing like Last of Us Two on stream. I could not possibly. Could you? Here's my problem with that, Andre. I don't get the chance to play games otherwise. <laughs> I mean, you. There's, 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 I mean, on Saturdays, for instance, on Saturdays, you could play the game without streaming it. For example. <laughs> I guess, but could just I don't know. Yeah. I find it fun to be interact with people. 
might. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I'm, I'm with Derek on this one. I, I enjoy the audience interaction. And when things go sideways, I just kind of like to lean into it and, and get goofy about yeah. it. So it's fine. Like something goes wrong and, and you give the chat a reason to like rib you a little bit. It, it's fine. Like some some definitely go worse than others, like our Lego stream. <laughs> um, but but for, by and large, they're really fun. Like the audience makes it fun. I mean, you just have to embrace the streaming curse. It's hit all of us at some point. I will never forget the time I was streaming Chrono Trigger for Game Explain, and I got one shot, one shot about just wiped by Lavos, mm. and I it never had happened to me before in my life. <clears throat> it's like one of the easiest final bosses in the world, and he just one shot at so my party, real. and it was so funny. Mm. Oh gosh, that oh, streamer curse is that. so real. It it just <laughs> happens to everybody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Actually, you'll like this, Ash. We talked a little bit about this last week off the podcast, but Amy has finally started Chrono Trigger herself. Yeah. Oh, wow. Right. I'm, I'm so, so excited. excited. I can't wait to do more. I'm like hooked already. I want to do the next episode, but Derek needs to get back here for that. <laughs> she she re she stopped right before entering the cathedral. So oh, she's man. still really, really It's in. starting to really ramp up. Oh, yeah. I was, oh man. And I'm already I wish hooked. I could... I'm like, what's going to happen? <laughs> if, if I could, if I could like erase my memories and like experience Chrono Trigger for the first time again. Oh my God. what a special experience. Yeah. Mm. Actually you oh, Ash, are the person that got me super hyped for it after hearing nice. all the things you've said about, especially that where if you could erase your memory and experience a game for the first time, it would be Chrono Trigger. I was like, Oh, this is going to be good. I cannot wait. <laughs> it hasn't aged a day. It really is such a special game. Uh -huh. Time travel yeah. game not aging. <laughs> oh, nice. nice. That is good. Joseph says, I remember the legendary Nintendo Labo stream. I know you do too, Ash. Right. Oh, I, oh, I sure do. My hands still have scars from that. <laughs> Both uh, physically uh, and the cardboard scars, but they're there. Yeah. <laughs> it looked fun at first. It was at yeah. first, and then eight <laughs> hours later, it was not as fun. Yeah, well, we definitely uh, that kind of killed. That it. sums up uh, Labo in general, really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Jacob Yu says game club pick sometime for Chrono Trigger. That that'd be cool. I'm pretty sure everyone at Game Explains played Chrono Trigger, though, right? Yeah, that makes me, it but I think so. But I, yeah, I don't know if I actually ever beat it, <laughs> like, or at least it's one of the more definitive endings. Um, we could go controversial and do Chrono Cross. <laughs> I would love that. So underrated. I love that game. I'd like to check out Chrono Cross. Mm -hmm. um, Dreamon asks, uh, Ash, is there much of a difference between Chrono Trigger on the SNES versus DS? Yes. Yes. The DS version has a lot more extra content and a new ending that connects uh, Chrono Trigger to Chrono Cross But more. it's missing the most important con content, Ash, being Frog's what? amazing accent. That's no. true. They, oh, you do yeah. lose Frog's <laughs> accent a bit. Yeah, it's got a new translation that's more accurate to the original Japanese script, but it does lose a bit of the personality in the Woolsey mm. version. I will say that. But overall, I would recommend the DS or Steam versions of the game. Is it but controversial SPS to say awesome. that I feel like the extra DS content isn't quite as up to par with everything else? No. I think All some right. of it's really good, but a lot of it does it does not hold up to the the main game. But I do really mm -hmm. like that extra right. ending. Some of the stuff you have to go through to get the extra ending is is kind of messy, but the extra ending itself is so cool for fans of the story and, and Chrono lore. I would say uh, I, the DS version is excellent. I just often hear the, the the opinion that it has more content and therefore it's better, and I don't I don't agree with that. But yeah, I do it's not always the nature of the content. I yeah. Mean, I'll be honest, I've only ever gotten the standard ending for Chrono Trigger. I've never gone back and gotten all the other wow. endings. Wow. Mm -hmm. hmm. I'm uh, playing the SNES I'm... version now, so I'm glad to hear that the DS isn't, like, extremely better. No, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, you're one. fine. Yeah. 
Yeah, and if you get really into the story, you should play Chrono Cross and then just go look up the DS extra ending and you'll see why it's so cool. Uh, gotcha. BJB Avivia says, love seeing the whole crew together or or so much of the crew, LOL. Yeah, no, you're going to see the whole crew today, I think. So Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. We're rotating. We're, we're rotating people in and out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, John, you have to head out at one thirty still? Yeah, so I guess I've got 10 more minutes left. Yeah, it's, yeah. So it's only 9.30 for John, you know, no big deal. So right. Yeah. Was that a topic yeah. then, John? Yeah. The light right. topic? So my topic was actually Amy's topic, so I'm just going to choose a oh. random one. Oh, nice. <laughs> Great minds think alike. Exactly. Wild Bowser is better than Kirby, part two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. I still really want the plush of him. <laughs> so uh, Tucson came uh, second says, what is a game series generally held in high regard that you have not ever dabbled in but are interested in checking out? Um, so one that I, I really want to check out is one that actually Tom suggested for Game Club that didn't get picked, and that is Yakuza, or Yakuza. Mm. Uh, I've got the first one, I played like two hours of it, and I liked it, but I didn't love it. But I have heard the series as it goes on, especially with Zero and the more recent ones, is just so much better. Um, so I really want to check those out, and I, I was hoping that Tom's pick would have won for that reason. Because so I've always been staring at this series, I've seen the community and how much they love it, and I, I want to be part of that, but I just haven't had the time, um, especially with the newer ones being quite long. Um, so right. maybe one day, but yeah, that's always one series I'm staring at, but I've never really jumped in. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's really, that probably would have been my answer too. Man, I got to think. Hopefully somebody else has a really yeah. good answer they can I mean, go into that was, right now. That was kind of mine as well, but I guess, I mean, I did nominate it for Game Club, Rampa. I've always heard people talk about it. It's sort of related to... Phoenix Wright. I don't know that much about it, so I'm excited to finally check this game out and see what the fan base is all about. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm curious how it's, it all goes. I know the uh, timeline's a little wonky because like there's a side game, there's a sequel. Like the third game isn't actually the third game that concludes the story of the first two games. It's actually like a, a whole new start. I, I don't know. It's weird, but mm-hmm. you know, at least the first game is kept simple. But yeah, I, I'm interested. I'm, I'm really. Right. Uh, I really want to see what this is all about. Oh, you know what? I know one. Uh, Spyro. I, I love 3D platforms. Oh, really? I always like oh, the wow. idea of Spyro. I always think, you know, I think I would have loved Spyro if I would had a chance to play it, but I never did. And so I, one of these days, I really want to go into and maybe even stream the uh, new Spyro collection. That would uh, be cool. I just, you really, I really yeah. do that. like the idea. Oh. Yeah, I know. I know they're great games. For me, what I'd have to guys? say uh, Sui Koden. Like oh, I've played yeah. a lot of That's PS1 era RPGs, and for some reason I just never jumped in on Sui Koden. Um, and now with Auden uh, getting funded on Kickstarter, I'm thinking like now might be a good time for me to go back and actually see if see what all the fuss is about. Because I know a lot of people that really love that series, and I've just never even picked it up. I've never I tried the have... first one, but the second one is so good. I I did pick up uh, Sui Koden one and two. I actually own the physical copies of both. Uh, nice. But I've yet to have time to actually play them. So <laughs> right. we, we got to set you com- up to stream them. Yeah, that, yeah. that was kind of my uh, mo for a while. It's like, oh, this really well-known game that everybody says is great. I need to pick that up and have it in my collection. Crap! Now I need to actually find time to play it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, really quick, Andre. Am I good to tell Tom and Jordan they're good to come in five minutes? Uh, yeah. Are we having? Is, is it who's dropping out at this point then? So, or I'll drop out. Just... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll um, probably stay in for a while. In five I can minutes. head out if, if you need me to head out. Whatever you need. Yeah, I guess in five minutes, <laughs> I suppose. Is that the plan, right. then? Uh, well, so. yeah. So, 
Yeah, I think yeah, keeping it six people probably good. So okay. not too crowded. Yeah, yeah exactly. So uh, Timmy Amy's about to. Seems <laughs> Amy's about to go. Then is there any series that you've ever wanted to play, Amy, but not had the chance to? There's there's so many, but I am starting to actually get into them now. Like Persona series, I played uh -huh. Persona Five, and then Final Fantasy. I'd only played eight and nine and ten, so I wanted to try the other ones. I haven't played six. And I really want to play that one. I hear great things about that one. And I've seen an LP of seven. I saw Derek play it. And then um, try to think if there's any others. Chrono Trigger was one. I don't know if that's a series, but I definitely wanted to play Kinda. it. Kind of. So, it is. <laughs> those are th usually the top of my. I'd say Kingdom Hearts list, is probably up there for you as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom yeah. Hearts. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts. Same for me. I've only played the very, like, the first <laughs> maybe hour of Kingdom Hearts. So uh -huh. I really want to do okay. that. Okay. Yeah. That's a good mm -hmm. one. Thanks, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. What about you, Andre? Oh, God, I have no idea. <laughs> My tastes are so particular that, I mean, something interests me, I usually just try to play it right away. Um, so, yeah, nothing's really leaping out on me at the moment that I'd want to play that I haven't before or that I haven't gotten over not playing it. So, I don't know. <laughs> oh, um, before I go, there's one game I ordered last night. Uh, it's called uh, Mario and Wario, and it's a Japanese-only Super Famicom game. Right. And it's played with the uh, Super Nintendo mouse. And it's, it looks like a precursor to Mario vs. Donkey Kong. Looks fascinating. Did I've never see, heard of it before. You though. saw the recent leaks, right? Which seemed to be an early version of that game. With the guy. I haven't seen that, actually. Oh, yeah, there's um, a I didn't know this game existed until yesterday. Right. There's a character that's walking, like, sleepwalking, and you use a SNES mouse. Oh, yeah. Too. Yeah. Okay. That seems to be... Sleep. I don't know if it was necessarily an early version of it, but very similar gameplay mechanics. Is it kind of like, um, oh, Lemmings? A little bit, yeah, I, I think, to my memory. Okay. From, I, I based this off of what I remember they showed off like in-store Nintendo kiosks. But they actually used to advertise this game in the U.S., even though it never came out here. Um, but mm -hmm. yeah, the whole premise is weird. Mario's got like a bucket on his head, and yeah. he's a fairy to like direct him <laughs> where to go. And oh, man, I thought we were talking about a different game from that same leak. <laughs> oh, oh. What were there, you there's doing? another one called Sleep that was like that's an early Yoshi's about. Island prototype, it, right. but that's not yeah. Mario. That's just a dude in a stocking. Like, yeah, a, I, think, I think we're just saying that's pajamas. what it became. Um, it, right. I think oh, that, gotcha, that gotcha. sleeping game became Mario and, and Wario. Oh, okay. I'm I'm so it, it's so hard for me to keep up with this leak. Like, there's so much there's crap so much coming out day. every is, single day, oh and my gosh. it's just random Twitter threads I find, and I'm like, oh, that's really cool. That should probably be a video. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was just watching gameplay of this game, and like every world, it looks like Wario just throws another bucket on your head. <laughs> okay, okay. Unlimited buckets. And Mario can't figure out how to get the bucket off for, for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Do you yeah, see how big his nose is in Origami King? He can't get that thing off. <laughs> speaking of ordering games I wanted to get into, actually, I was just finally able to get a, get a hold of a copy of Ring Fit Adventure. Oh, nice. So oh, I have, I have oh, definitely wow. put on, my wife and I have put on a little quarantine weight, so we're very excited to get into Ring Fit Adventure. What better time out. to start than in the middle of summer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. But, but I've heard so many good place. things. <laughs> That's true, yeah. But I've heard so many good things about it. Like, it really yeah. helps people, you know, yeah. yeah, you may, so, you yeah. may even have heard of, of such from our review. Even <laughs> that's true. I did watch your review. I remember, <laughs> yeah. and you really liked it. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, part of which we filmed it's, it's in great. Denmark <laughs> for no good reason. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what we did. Oh, right. <laughs> we tested yeah. the hotel room. I'm like, yeah, you can't really play that game in handheld mode. You can, it doesn't work great, so I would not recommend it. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. flew we flew half, yeah. halfway across the planet for me to hold a camera while Andre ran in place. <laughs> well, I mean, it did set you up to be the, get all this Lego stuff now. Well, that's, that's true. true. Yeah. Right. All right, true, true. so I'll, I'll pop out now and give uh, Tom a chance to come in.
All right. See you, all John. Right. Cool, so it's cool. good talking to you all. And uh, later, man. I'll see you all Bye, later. John. Bye. I'm see you, John. Actually, I'm actually going to have to leave and come back because my phone is about to die. So you're going to lose this wonderful visage for the, all of our patrons. <laughs> I'm going to have to go to just my uh, standard thing. So We're losing I'll our podcast right host. Well. <laughs> hey, what kind of half-rate <laughs> budget <laughs> operation do we run here? <laughs> That's what happens when I forget my mic. <laughs> So, Andre, are there eyelashes on your drink? Are there? I, that's a good time for me to go. Oh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> no, it's, uh, I think it's a bow tie and a smile. So, yes, I think it's a bow tie. Yeah. yeah, you have a very dapper bubbly. Yeah, yes, I do. Indeed, it's a classy drink. Oh, Tom's. Uh, no, Jordan's in. Hey, Jordan. How's hey, Jordan. Going everyone. Oh, uh, yeah. How's it going? Looks like there's some slight lag on your end, but maybe it'll fix itself. So. Audio lag or audio, it's fine Discord. though. Yeah, Discord okay. lag probably. So, how's it going, Jordan? Uh, everything's good. Yeah, I've been uh, watching the last hour or so of the podcast. I feel like I missed so much discussion. I'll uh, <laughs> I'll give a plus one to your uh, Nathan for you recommendation. Thank you. That yeah, that's right. amazing. <laughs> that shows, and, yes. uh, yeah, I think you replied to my tweet about it yesterday, it right? Yeah. I've yeah, they finished show. the series off with a feature-length documentary, which mm -hmm. was absolutely hilarious and worth sticking <laughs> around the whole show till nice. the end for. <laughs> nice. I'd, I'd like to point out that Derek's icon is Fat Sonic. Objectively, <laughs> the best <laughs> mascot Sonic of all time. Maniac, Fat would, Sonic, even would better. Do you prefer to look at that anyway? <laughs> right. Well, actually, well, wait, isn't Tom coming in now? So I think we're good on people, well, aren't we? Or... He is, but I haven't heard yeah, from him. Oh, we haven't. Okay. Whenever so I would say stick around if you want. Does Tom even know yeah. about the room okay. we were in? Um, sure. I, that's a good question. I will go <laughs> check in the server, though. <laughs> okay, it looks like he's getting ready. So I can hop out so that he'll be the sixth person. Okay, sounds good. So, mm -hmm. Good to see you all. Right. Yep. See you, Amy. Yeah. See you later, Amy. Bye. Bye. So, Bye. Jordan, you just got done finishing our 100% guide for uh, Paper Mario the Origami King, right? Yes, I did. <laughs> so how oh, did you... Really <laughs> craftily hidden... That, yeah, that was, there, that was a, a long <laughs> 40 hours. It's a pain to look of relief. So what is your <laughs> yeah? So what is your take, Jordan, on on the game having played through it to completion on your first playthrough? So Thousand Year Door is some is a game I really love, and I know everyone's making comparisons all the time. Um, oh, hi Tom. <laughs> hey <What's> Tom. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I'd say the battle system isn't something I really fell in love with. I it got the puzzles were just a little annoying to deal with and that might have been just because of the fact that i was trying to get every single collectible and battles contributed towards no collectibles so right. um, um you say that was a guiding factor <laughs> yes <laughs> but oh, um quarantine hasn't ruined tom yet no, no, not, not quite yet but you know like color like a uh, color splash the the writing you know is just at, at the top of Nintendo uh, Treehouse just knows what they're doing with yeah. localizing that game. So, so yeah, no spoilers, sure. but I did get to that moment in the building uh, mm -hmm. towards the desert um, that happened. Mm -hmm. And that shocked me. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want it to go any further. Oh, man. See, it makes but, me want to get further because I only sure? played the first 10 hours to help uh, Andre with some footage during, to, uh, during the preview period of uh, Origami King. I played about the first 10 hours. 
and I want to play more, but then I'm on Xenoblade. But then after Xenoblade, I either got Last of Us Part Two or Origami King, and I don't know which one to play. Yeah, well, you like, weren't. As I, re- uh, I could be misremembering. You weren't. I, as I recall, you weren't super enamored with it during the first ten hours, right? I, I liked it. I, I was a solid liking it so far. Yeah, I just yeah. wasn't like that's where I ended up blown away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm def- I like everything except for the battles. To be honest, it's really just the puzzle aspect of the battles that I'm really not into. Mm-hmm. Everything else about the game, I, I quite enjoy. Like it looks amazing, sounds great, the writing's great. So I definitely want to play it through. I uh, mm. I, I think I've been enjoying it more than Andre because there's a real charm here that I've been enjoying like you guys like it really sucked you in at first but then you guys were saying how it kind of lost you for a bit i'm not quite sure where it lost you especially with ash you know i'm farther than ash now i do get the elementals <laughs> the elementals are oh god that first elemental fight was a nightmare like were you not going for the tail or what Oh, I was. I'm just not very good at puzzle aspects Uh-oh. of games in general, so I just kept screwing up the the you know movements on the grid, and I just it just took me a while to do it. And but what's what's funny though is that the colored pencils fight was easy peasy. Like inst- I beat that probably it's less because than there's minutes. actually a difference between the, the the Legion of Stationary or whatever. Those battles are actually pretty good. The elementals are way too specific in the manner which it yeah. them. They're just not as fun for it. Yeah, I think my my biggest issue with the game is I just didn't find the moment to moment gameplay particularly good. Um, like Mario is really slow, so it takes a while to get anywhere mm. in this bigger world, and like filling holes isn't engaging. Um, I do like I did like to an extent the battles, but at points it gets overbearing, and I didn't find most of the settings to be that interesting. Like the first area in particular, it's a field or like a mountain region, right? Um, so there's moments in there that are super good, but the connective tissue isn't that compelling. I thought so that was my main issue with it until the end, which I adored. I love the ending stretch of the game. Um, right. I, I do get you about filling the holes because confetti, for whatever reason, is not as satisfying as the paint. The, I yeah. Think, yeah, the paint Although, was yeah. quicker and more immediate, and you had a good, yeah. like, it had it had a good impact to it. Like you felt that. <laughs> yeah. Although you know, the confetti has a cool visual effect to it. I like the way it looks, but yeah, it's less. It, it feels less impactful. You can also change uh, it to cherry blossoms at some point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. That's neat. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, really quick, mm-hmm. Diamond Death has asked me for my thoughts on Mega Man X Command Mission. Really quick, I will say that it is the very definition of a 5 out of 10 JRPG to me. It's fine, but it is utterly unmemorable, and I just think very standard. So, there you go. The Steve. only thing I remember oh. of it is it has a great X design. Oh, that's true. X with his scarf. and Yeah, it has one of my favorite yeah. designs of X, but the game itself is very, I just think, not, not bad, but just average. Did you have a yeah, uh, just a little bit crap? Did you have a topic, Steve? By the way, that you wanted. To I don't. I, I like came in hot, so I don't have the document <laughs> up. I don't have anything. So, um, make yeah, a topic. You can. How about where are? How do you feel about Legos now? Uh, now that you have built your first your first set, I guess we touch on the on this morning review. I imagine, but we can get early. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll go way more into detail in our review, which hopefully will be up in the next day or two because I have another project coming right behind it. Um, but. Um, so, so it's not my first quote unquote Lego set. Cause, uh, when we went to that dinner in Denmark, they, they like, kind of like socially oh, one, that's right. for, forced us into building one. <laughs> like, like you couldn't, you couldn't be in a room with only five people and be the only one not building Legos. So I was kind of like, all right. And then I got into it. I was like, oh, I'm making a car. And, uh, but this was a way bigger project. Like this is 2600 something Lego bricks 
22 bags and God. I want to say 12 to 15 hours of work, <laughs> like is what it ultimately Jeez. ended up taking me. I think you're giving so, Nash flashbacks to his PTSD yeah. from Lab. Yeah. Yes. So I have yes, a couple hours of footage of just like my camera mounted above the desk that I'm sitting at right now and me just like piecing together Legos, reading the damn manual. And there's two like <laughs> really thick manuals for this thing. And I, I mean, ultimately, like, I like it. I liked the process. Like, I, I should say I liked the result more than the process. Like, if they right. if they said, hey, for an extra hundred bucks, we'll just ship you the damn thing built already. <laughs> I would have been like, sure, I'm in. But um, I mean, there is kind of a cool sense of accomplishment. Like, holy crap, I built this and it actually functions and it's super complicated. Like, um, if you're not familiar with the Lego NES, you build like a rolling screenshot of World 1-1 from Mario Brothers. That's awesome. And, and then there's a crank on the side of the TV and you crank Mario through the level. And when you're building it, you're like, this isn't going to work. This isn't going to work. I've missed one brick somehow and the whole thing's going to break as Wait, soon as I'm this, finished. Is this kit family friendly? You crank Mario <laughs> through the level? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was waiting for Andre's mind to go there. You do not disappoint. Um... But yeah, you so there's like a little suction cup on the screen and it kind of Derek uh, hit on this in his kind of preview of it where he discussed, you know, the trailer uh, and that kind of inches Mario through the level. Um, but it was it was really cool. Like, I liked it. I think I'm done building Legos for a long time now. <laughs> I like it. I, I still have like little extra bricks and stuff all over my desk because they give you extras or at least I hope they do. <laughs> um and then there were just some real unclear moments that I'll touch on in the review. Like, uh, uh, we, we got our hands on one of the little Mario guys who looks really creepy when he's turned like off. Um, but they don't tell you how to make them work with the thing. Like, you, you're left to figure that one out on your own. And oh, okay. th through the instructions they give you, if you follow those to the T, that will not work. No. <laughs> you, you have to undo some brick. steps. Yeah. Mm -hmm. there's, there's a special brick that he scans through his butt. <laughs> and <laughs> well you scan that and then you put him like partially into the tv for the thing to work but nowhere do they tell you that like i had to figure it out on my own and maybe because we didn't get the whole kit we got just the mario because it's on loan from uh kevin over at uh nintendo. go nintendo right i i always don't want to like misname outlets but over at go nintendo he he loaned us this so i don't have like the instructions for the super mario kit maybe it tells you how to make it work but either way Fun process. Watch for the whole video. There will be a showcase coming later today. And then hopefully tomorrow we'll have the actual full review where I give my thoughts. But uh, yeah, I'm done with Legos for a while. My thumbs and four fingers are sick of them. <laughs> I don't blame you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, real I quick. have a friend. Oh, oh go, go ahead. Diamond is asking, what's on your shirt, Steve? Oh, uh, this is the Game Explain staff yes. Super Mario Maker shirt. Which, is, which and is, also involves bricks. So you're the brick yeah, guy today. There you go. It is, it is yeah. the Legoist Game Explain shirt I own. <laughs> I also only own two Game Explain shirts. <laughs> right. We'll have to up that soon. Yeah. yeah uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I do have a friend who's really into Legos. Like he has all kinds of them around his place. And he has... Uh, the Death Star Lego. He has the uh, Avengers Helicarrier Lego, Star Trek Legos, like just these massive ones. So I'm not even sure you built the biggest kit out there. Oh, not at all. Um, when I was streaming like the initial phase of building the NES, people were like, oh, please, I built the Millennium Falcon. It's like 30,000 pieces. I was like, oh, cool. Like, good for you. I'm I'm just going <laughs> to sit here and I I'm, I'm not going to stop complaining. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm nowhere near like um, one of the things we saw when we were in Denmark was they had like a Hogwarts kit 
and someone that we were with bought it at the Lego employee store because they let us visit it. And that thing was the size of a freaking house. Like, I mean, it was almost as tall as the person that purchased it. And Whoa. I thought that was intimidating. So, <laughs> I, and this Lego NES is maybe a quarter the size of that. Mm -hmm. Nice. Wow. <laughs> uh, Adam Harris asks really quick, Ash, what's the picture on the wall behind you? That is a Mother 3 print that I got at some Anime Expo or, or you know, PAX Art Gallery or Artist Alley or some other. So, yeah, just a cool little Mother 3 print showing the whole the whole cast. Very cool. Yeah. Nice. So and there's visual elements that you don't get with, uh, in the actual audio version of the podcast. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> exactly. All the little background details. Uh, did, does yeah. anyone else watch uh, Seth, Seth Meyers at all? No. On occasion. Yeah. On occasion, yeah. yeah he's, on it, YouTube. It's, it's been great because he he's filming it from home, as most shows are these days. And he's just had like a slow descent into insanity where now he's talking to a picture of a sea captain in the background and it talks back as well. It's just hilarious. So good. Uh, Jordan, real quick. So I, I, I forget, did you ever offer your final summary on the game on Paper Mario? Um, I don't think I ever concluded what so, I was talking about, yeah, but so what do you it's think? all good. About that. Well, just tell we us now. Up. Yeah. What, how, how do you... Um, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I guess if I had to go on the game, explain scale, it would be a solid like, okay. Yeah. Um, you know, battle the, the battling was probably the lowest point for me but i didn't ever find myself fed up with anything in the rest of the game so that's good um and i i like the writing and the, the humor is you know great and especially that moment that derek alluded to earlier and <laughs> um, what moment really, really out of left field <laughs> no, you know yes. everyone keeps referring to it as that moment yeah i, saw, I have uh, to see it's like the kind of Sephiroth kills peach you know I, I, I thought you referred to it on Twitter as like I just got to that moment and yeah. I wasn't sure what you were talking about, so I went onto the Twitch VOD just to see what what that moment was. Um, and yes, it is that moment. It's, it's what's so funny is when I first I, like you know I was talking about on Twitter how there was like this moment where I said like holy crap, and I, you know I, and I'm like I hope I don't like overhype this for people, but I've never heard one complaint. Like no one said you overhyped this moment, Andre. Like no one has said that. I think everyone's caught off guard, oh, even knowing something happens. Yeah. No, it's unfortunately, you know, me streaming this blind, nobody ruined that for me. I had no idea. Uh, it was just there. <laughs> I got to say, I was going to play The Last of Us Part Two after Xenoblade, but my the needles kind of, you guys are moving the needle toward yeah. uh, Origami King for me. At least play another five hours to get to that moment, then, then you can decide. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, then you have about 30 hours of non-eventful... <laughs> Activity. Whoa. I don't know I'm what just... the rest is. Honestly, I have no idea. I'm hoping it can ma uh, match that, but yeah. Is is this moment comparable to the Metal Gear Solid Four moment? The microwave tunnel. Which? Yeah. Wow. Like, which one? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say anything. Um, yeah. I, I know, what what no I will say is, I will say is, I, like that actually brought me to tears, and this this didn't in <laughs> Paper Mario. No. So. I'm trying to, to imagine what a Paper Mario version of the microwave tunnel would even be like. Microwave I mean, the, actually, it's pretty funny. Yeah, I, I actually don't want to say anything at all. Yeah, it's a it's a all fun right. analogy to explore. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. I, I do need to but pick yeah. up Last of Us Part Two. I, I've not played it at all. Mm -hmm. Oh, that game is so good. I'm I know Andre doesn't it. agree, but I, I loved I it. I think the gameplay is good. I think the story is weak. Hmm. See, yeah. I, I think I think everyone's in the crew is going to fall on a different place for that game. I'm I would really like everyone to play it and, and actually come back and talk about it in a few months. I, I feel like I, I need to play it before the end of the year just because of the game of the year discussion. Yeah, exactly. Oh, for sure. I, I it's 
Because right now, yeah, this is this is a top year. year. Yeah, yeah. I I would say I'd probably put Last of Us Two up for my game of the year. I I can't. Uh, well, hell, I reviewed seven and, and rated Last of Us Two higher. So, yeah, exactly. um, but it right. but it is really difficult because seven does give you a lot of really amazing moments that are hard to top because it plays on nostalgia really well. It does. Seven remakes my game of the year so far. I'm mean, that's that could certainly change, but so far that's what that's my number one pick at the moment. Oh. Yeah, and Steve, you've played Half Life Alex at this point, haven't you? Because you have that VR. Headset. Oh, did you get that fixed? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I got so so Valve replaced it for me. Uh, it oh. took about two weeks to get a new index from them. Um, and I've played a little bit of Alex, not enough to really weigh in on it, just because um my house is not like optimal for vr it turns out <laughs> so um no house is i have a space for VR. i have a space behind me where i can play like seated games or games that don't require much movement uh but if you've never seen my house and none of you have um so downstairs right now, we? <laughs> well you're, you're seeing my bedroom right uh downstairs i have these huge windows and i live in arizona where it's regularly about 110 to 115 yeah. so uh the the issue isn't so much that i don't have space it's that it's too damn hot like i will i will literally the minute i put the index on i'll just start sweating profusely if i'm not uh, in like my my room where it's very dark and air conditioned and a fan's on uh, uh, so I basically have to wait till everyone's like asleep and the sun's down just because that's when it cools down. And then I just don't want to schlep my PC and my, all my VR stuff downstairs to play for like an hour or two. Yeah. Um, says, Steve, right. you need to move. And I'm going to add to that to Seattle. <laughs> yeah, there we go, man. Uh, Steve, I was just imagining you were going to say like, you're playing the game and all of a sudden it's like, Oh, I got a head crab. Like it's one of your kids latching on to you. Like, oh man, <laughs> I, I have. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've so I've I've never ended up hitting someone in VR, but I have like tripped and fallen like square on on my back in VR before. I was playing um the Brookhaven experiment, which if you've never played it, it's like the Brookback it's, experiment. It's, oh, <laughs> Andre always taking it to a weird place. <laughs> um, but no, it's it's like an on rail shooter. Because you broke your back. That's what's going on. Oh, I was thinking about the movie. No judgment here, Andre. Yeah. So, uh, wow. yeah, I ended up like getting there was a jump scare and I got really startled and I I took a step back and there was a rug right behind me and I like slipped on the rug and just fell completely on my ass in VR and it was uh it hurt like a lot, <laughs> but. <laughs> I broke. I did break one of Sony's chairs at E3 when they were showing off their VR stuff. Like oh, they nice. shifted around for their like. I think it was that um, until dawn a VR thing that they did, and you were oh, spinning yeah. around. And I broke the ch like it fell apart on me as I was playing. So like, oh okay. Yeah, to the immersion. <laughs> You're yeah. like yeah, I, game. Not really, because I was focusing on trying to stay uh, uh, upright, and I'm like. Maybe I should lose weight. <laughs> was <laughs> was this at like a 2016 post party? I'm not sure what year it was, but it was a, like a Sony post party where they had a okay. VR things. Like so we obviously I wasn't with Game Explain, but I think we were at the same place because um, I ended up uh, playing the getaway. Uh, they had this one where you were like you did a heist and you were in a car trying to shoot out other cars. And I inadvertently like leaned into the person that was helping me with the VR stuff because uh, you're supposed to like shoot out the window of a driving car and like I you know, I just leaned out to try to get a better look and the person was standing like right next to me apparently and I just like hit him with my head. Oh, God. <laughs> but oh, yeah, God. that was uh that was a really cool party. They had like donuts on hooks on the wall. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Bacon donut. 
Yep. Uh, I think one of my friends took like eight of those donuts as we were leaving. <laughs> oh yeah, journalists just hoard food if it's offered. <laughs> those oh, yeah, are sure. I I think E three actually ended this year because of the cost of the media lunch. So. <laughs> <laughs> can't donuts. Yeah. Uh, and and, and, and how many times have we like gotten extra lunches like for the crew? Like we've been we tried to ninja that line so many times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I don't even eat the media lunch usually. I didn't know that was a thing until you guys introduced me to it. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, really? No, so well, long. I would always bail out and go to the Devolver lot across the street and get like hot dogs and beer. That's so true, I yeah. I literally never went there. I would, right. I yeah, I just plan like a 1 p.m. with Devolver every year. <laughs> yeah, sh- show me a game at 1 p.m. every day and I'm going to go eat. <laughs> nice. Uh, going back to previous topics, so Andre, would you put Half-Life Alex as your game of the year so far? I'm actually not sure. I'd have to think about that. All right. Uh, what about you, Jordan? What, uh, we don't well, hear about what you play too I, much. Yeah, I, I haven't beaten Last of Us 2 yet. I'm about 10 hours through. Um, and while I'm loving everything about the game, I think the immersion factor for Half-Life Alex has to put it above that, at least in terms of a zombie survival games that i've played this year <laughs> there's, been a lot of that there's been quite a few of them this year which is yeah. fitting for a, a year in which world seems to be coming to an end real life yeah, yeah. real life is- yeah i was about to say the most immersing one is just 2020 <laughs> yeah, real life, yeah. it feels very real <laughs> I, I go back to half-life alex every so often because they uh, introduced the steam workshop so i've been playing some custom levels and i still have not gotten used to head crabs in oh. vr they Every time one jumps at me, I am flailing, flailing my arms. What's in isolation in VR? You can play the VR. There's a VR mod for it. That's how I started playing it, actually, was uh, in VR. Um, I was going to say, Jordan, yeah, I thought the... I always thought the zombies in the Half-Life games looked really goofy for some reason. Like, the way they move and animate, and they feel, like, this chunky and very Mm -hmm. goofy... But they're like legit scary in Half-Life Alex, even though they look the same. different when they're two inches tall on your PC monitor than when they're six feet tall yeah, right exactly. in front of like, you. Yeah, hey, man, Raven Home was scary. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jordan, do you have a... Oh, go ahead, uh, Ash. I was going to say, uh, even though 7 Remake's my game of the year, I got to say my really solid number two is Streets of Rage 4, and I super recommend anybody who likes beat-em-ups to absolutely go play that game. Mm. It is a lot of fun. fantastic. Yeah, really good. Uh, yeah. Topic? It, oh, okay. Go ahead, Steve. Oh, I was just going to agree with Ash. Like, it's it's uh it's definitely not in my game of the year uh, discussion, but it was a really amazing game. Like, I I enjoyed playing it a, a bunch, and I would recommend if you if you like beat 'em ups, then you should definitely pick up Streets Four. Like, it's it's awesome. Definitely. Yeah, you have a topic, Jordan. Um, yeah, I did. I did bring one. Um, so Andrew Chung wrote on the Patreon post a lot about uh, the upcoming Samurai Jack game. And he ended his post with a question. Um, is there a game that you want to be adapted from a childhood cartoon? Um, and, you know, what what would you like? What game? Basically, that's the question. What game would you like adapted? And yeah. I know for my answer, I heard Andre was not shit talking, but was talking uh, <laughs> down on Avatar. <laughs> Get out of to bring out all <laughs> yeah. the comics. Wow. I, I, need to, I need to get the comics. I have not. I have not this I've one only came today. it's the promise they came out in three different like small parts but the big like trade paperback came out today yeah i I got i read the first two sets of stories 
definitely the, the second one because that answers the big question mm-hmm. at the end. And I don't want to say it because yeah. I'm pretty sure Amy might be still watching, so I don't want to spoil anything that might be coming. But yeah, that answers that uh, lingering question. I'm like, okay, I'm happy. I'm satisfied. Um, but we did get Avatar games, Jordan. Don't you remember? What, uh, <laughs> like the PlayStation 2 Avatar game? <laughs> I, I, remember, I remember the 361. People talked about it all the time because I think you could get a, a, the like all the achievements in that game within the first 30 minutes because it was just do really simple things really early on. So it was like a really successful rental just because of that because people were addicted to achievements. Yeah, and, and I've owned the uh, Legend of Korra game by, I think, Platinum Games actually made it. Um, I've owned it on PC for a couple of years now and haven't gotten around to checking it out, but I haven't heard great things about it. So that's my pick for like a good adaptation. And I've seen, and I'm a Samurai Jack fan. I've watched just the beginning of season one. I just started a little while ago. Oh, that's a great series. That game, that game looks good. So I I don't know. What do you guys have any uh, games you're looking to be or cartoons you're looking to be adapted into games? Man, like that's Super really good. Mario Brothers Super Show. There you go. I think Nintendo beat you to it, man. Well, yeah. I, I guess we can't play a sweaty Lou Albano, but that's cute. <laughs> Adam has a skin for new Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, I guess on that note, I could say the Ruby Spears Mega Man cartoon, but I, it's, it's this is hard for me because honestly, Konami already covered like '90s Konami covered all the bases for my childhood cartoons, like Ninja Turtles, Animaniacs, Tiny Toons, and they were all. Good game, great games, yeah. actually. Yeah. So, and Capcom had DuckTales. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I still they, go back to Bust Loose sometimes. I don't think they ever made a Samurai Pizza Cats video game. That is true. Oh, they might not have. Maybe in Japan. Actually, but I don't know. You know I think they might have. Probably on Super Famicom. I'm sure that's... I think it, there was. It feels like it would exist in Super Famicom. But I would go so far as to say that the Japanese version of the show was an entirely different show. So oh, we yeah. had an Americanized yeah. uh, version video game <laughs> as uh diamond death is mentioning uh in the chat uh the tiny tuna tiny tunes adventures actually had some decent uh platformers back in the day as well i had the sports I game on game boy yeah <laughs> i would yeah. say like e- even like the game boy games are pretty good and and diamond death also says buster's hidden treasure for the genesis was amazing and i have to agree like konami as much as they suck now they were really really firing on all cylinders back in the day with licensed games and platformers and such I, yeah. I don't know if any of you played this, but because I'm a bit younger than you guys, but I played, I played a Jimmy Neutron game for the Game Boy Advance, <laughs> and I don't remember being good, but I remember being one of the only like GBA games I kept in my mom's car. So on road trips, I and and it didn't have like normal save systems. It was on the GBA, but you had to enter a password for the saves. It was just weird. Maybe they didn't include a battery in the cart. I remember wow. that being like a fun a fun memory of Jimmy Neutron uh, Game Boy game. <laughs> nice. Yeah. But uh other cartoons. I say so going I'm... back to what Andrew was saying though about the uh, Samurai Jack game, I'm more intrigued now cuz it kind of might expand on the story more, but it's really going to depend on what kind of gameplay is there. Like the original first showing of that Samurai Jack game wasn't that good. I'm like I'm going <laughs> to I want to leave my impression of the last series, and I hope this game doesn't ruin <laughs> Samurai Jack for me. That sort of impression, but you know, I'm cautiously optimistic now. So I'm I'm going to cheat and nominate something that doesn't have a cartoon, but something that I hope will have a cartoon. Um, one of our own patrons, Brandon Bovia, letters a a brand new manga called Kaiju Number Eight, and 
I recently read through all of the available chapters, and I want a video game of this thing so <laughs> friggin' bad. So uh, if you're not familiar with the concept of kaiju, like those are gigantic monsters like Godzilla or Mothra, you know, like those those types of like hokey kind of older monster movies. Um, and this manga, the concept is that uh, those are real and they they you know, exist in Japan or they appear in Japan far more often than other countries for unknown reasons. And uh, you play or the the main character isn't somebody who takes down Kaiju. He's a guy that cleans up the dead bodies of them after other stronger people kill them. And so, you know, he basically hates his life. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> you know, he gets he, he basically disposes of corpses until one day um, he accidentally swallows like a really tiny Kaiju and it transforms him into like a human monster hybrid. And he decides that he's going to take these newfound powers and fight gigantic monsters with it. So it's kind of like a weird humorous spin on like Ultraman or something like that. Um, and I would love to see more giant monster type of games. Like I think the last major one I remember is like destroy all monsters for the PS2. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and what with the technology we have now, I'd just love to see a game where you could like destroy cities and have like massive scale destruction um, and, and still be kind of goofy and lighthearted. Did you not play the Labo Robot Kit, Steve? <laughs> Listen, oh, I'm not true. sinking eight hours into building a robot kit. <laughs> for five minutes yeah. of gameplay. The Lego. Yeah, exactly. I I, actually, uh, that, that for, for a cartoon, that you might satisfy that. An actual cartoon might satisfy that, uh, Steve. Uh, do you, any of you guys remember Megas XLR on Cartoon Network? Nope. I remember the name. It was it was this silly show about this uh, gearhead gamer guy that uh, put his like Cadillac on top of the like instead of a head, oh, a giant. Yes. robot. it was his Cadillac, and he's just fighting these monsters. And Bruce Campbell was one of the villains, and it was freaking what amazing. Uh, I, I would love Megas XLR to actually get a game and be able to fight those giant robots and all the crazy stuff. You could play as the um, I think your name was Kiara or something like that for on foot missions, but. Uh, Oh, I love that show, and unfortunately, it just did not get treated right. I think it got two seasons, and it was canceled. But that's a super that deep bad. cut. That reminds me, in, in the mid '80s, <laughs> there was a cartoon my dad uh, played the lead role in called Rude Dog and the Dweebs, and I always thought that might, might be wow. a pretty cool. Yeah, I've never heard of that. Oh no, I know my cartoons, and I've never heard of that. <laughs> it was barely even on for like half a season, I think. It did not do well, but I always thought it was charming, and it, it could make a, a, a cute game, I think. By the way, really quick, we're one minute away from Don and Peach rotating in. Okay. Are oh, yeah, who are we so, rotating out for this? I um, I think I'm gonna go. I think uh, Steven and Jordan. Right, any final go. thoughts, Jordan? <laughs> yeah. Um, well. Thanks for indulging me with that question that I took from uh, <laughs> Andrew Chung. I love talking about cartoons and Heck games yeah. and those intersections. So, yeah. Um, thanks for having me on the podcast. Yeah, glad and, you can make uh, it. Thanks for stopping by. Yeah, I think I missed Derek at the yeah. beginning. Uh, I, I endorsed Nathan Few. I'll also endorse uh, Close Enough that you mentioned earlier on the podcast. Nice. I do um, want to see that. It's very good. If you like regular show, which I'm now watching regular show, having seen Close Enough before. So... A reverse on my end, but I, I remember catching a clip and they actually said uh, like pissed in during it. It's like regular hours Cartoon Network. I'm like, what the heck? That, I, remember, I remember when that happened during uh, Dragon Ball Z when they had a new translation team or a new company handling it. Oh, and uh -huh. they said, don't piss off the yep. dragon. I'm like, what? You can't say it's that. It's produced by Ocean Cartoon would Network never Studios, let that happen because it's on <laughs> HBO Max. I'm pretty sure there's no restrictions because. Right. 
I thought it was an Adult Swim like HBO Max show, but then at the end it has the Cartoon Network logo, and I was like, they're talking about like like menstruation and things like that. And that's I was why, like, that's, that's why not on a Cartoon Network. That's show. why Sesame Street is gonna be so much more interesting now that's on HBO too. Yeah. I'll put it this yeah. way, Jordan. <laughs> I, I've seen the clown the clown bet uh, clip is the other thing I've seen from Close Enough, oh. and that killed me yes. just because of the <laughs> insanity of it. I was like, that is so wrong and so brilliant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for having me. uh, Good luck with the rest of the 200th podcast. Thanks, Jordan. See you soon. I'm going to make room here as well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Let me. uh, Oh, holy crap. Don's got a nice setup. Um, Anyway, guys, I think that's also my cue to leave. Don't want to overpopulate the the podcast here. (laughs) Before you leave, uh, Tom, you got to look around like the. Like in Brady Bunch. Very cool. Love nice it. visual I... joke that'll really translate well to the audio version. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, y'all. I'll see you later. See you, Steve. Take, Take care. care. Bye. 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 And we're back to six. All right. Hey. Hey, how's it hey. going, Matthew? Go. So, Good. Yeah. So Matthew, in case you're unaware, is our composer for our specialized, or including the, the very podcast theme. As that yeah. we played earlier on, as well as our like variants to our discussion themes for like various games like Animal Crossing and Mario Maker and a few others, right. I believe. So yeah, and melodies of gaming too. The the series that we got going on. That's right. Then we have yeah. uh, Don here who helps out just with all kinds of random coverage, including recently Lego. <laughs> oh, yeah, <thank> you. <laughs> you've been building a bunch of stages, haven't you, Don? Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to get more of the sets tomorrow, so I'll rush to a store very early in the morning. Like because I... Lego is only sending like a couple of them oh, when really? I get them tomorrow. Yeah, so I'm buying a more bunch of them uh, tomorrow morning. Yeah, so many. I saw the thing you did on Twitter where you like shook Mario around and he got dizzy. Yeah, <laughs> did. Yeah. That's like funny. Matthew's reaching out to grab me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm not used to the. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> By the way, it's it's only a visual, but the, you might see something peeking out to the right of me here. Can you see it? I, hard to say. I hope I'm good. Is it the origami stuff? It's King Ollie. Yeah, oh, King yeah, Ollie. Yeah, nice. Nice. nice, yeah. That's Saw pretty, the video. That was a nice random. Careful, Don. With that, people might start lining up in front of your room to buy Paper Mario. <laughs> yeah. I like how Don is the only like actual YouTuber-looking individual in the stream. I know. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. know. <laughs> this is actually my two- second time... <laughs> This is my second time talking to Don this week. We uh, recorded an episode of Easy Allies or a uh, friend. We did Easy Allies yeah. on Monday. Yeah, oh, nice. that was a lot of fun. very cool. Awesome. I think it just went up for the public, right? Yeah, I think it went up today. Yeah. What did you guys yeah. uh, discuss real quick on it? What was the main topic? Kind of played Monolith Soft. Mm. Just like yes. kind of in general, the future of Monolith Soft. What we want to see from them, stuff like that. Nice. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I we'll hear more about that game they they were hiring for, and we saw like the key artwork for, and then we've got nothing. So curious. What yeah, like the hidden game. Triforce or the hidden Triforce looking thing in there. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Right. Know. Who knows? Yeah. So, uh, Don, do you have a uh, topic that you picked out? Uh, I made a list of five different, so I need to choose from <laughs> one. He's prepared. He's okay. wise. Right. got like four of them. Like, once again, Don is the most professional of all of us here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, He's got right. experience. Don does have a working <laughs> webcam right now, just saying. Yeah. I mean, I needed this for streaming. So. <laughs> I, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm not so sure what to choose. So I, I might name all four of them, and you could just choose one. Is that okay? 
choose whichever you yeah, well, I mean, yeah, sure, whichever whatever you want. want. Yeah, I mean, pick, what, or just choose what you want to do most of the late. No, we've done it already. Yeah, there you go. I mean, since Ash is here. So um, that game's one song that makes you want to play the game all over again. All over again. One song? Oh. Yeah, one song from a video game. Okay. But when you hear it, you want to replay that game again. Oh, I mean, that's impossible. For example, with... For that example, happens times a day. Yeah. yeah. For example, if I hear Gusty Garden, I want to play Mario Galaxy again. Right. Uh, when I yeah, hear Monkey ta- Monkey Target Two, I pl- want to play Super Monkey Ball Two again. That's how I feel about. It. I would go whenever I mm-hmm. hear uh, Calamari Desert's theme. That always gives me fond memories. It makes me want to replay Mario Kart sixty four, and then I do, oh, yeah. and oh. I'm like, all right, Mario Kart sixty four <laughs> doesn't hold up at all these days. Mm-hmm. But that theme is so distinctive. Yeah. It does make me. It does make me want to go back and play every time I hear it. Oh, man. I mean, I guess probably the biggest ones for me, like anytime I hear To Far Away Times from Chrono Trigger, that's like my favorite song mm-hmm. of all time or anything. Mm-hmm. I, of course, want to replay Chrono Trigger. And anytime I hear any song for a Mega Man X, the original, I just want to replay Mega Man X for like the 200th time or however. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Spark, there you go. Protome and the Spark Mandrel's theme. There you go. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Sonic Mania. Anytime I hear anything from Sonic Mania, I, I really just want to sit down and play through that game for however many times I've played. I don't mm-hmm. even know at this point. Hmm. Yeah. Oh gosh, I gotta think. Like, what what's a song that was, like just makes me really want to go for it? And I'm, I'm blanking at the moment. Andre, you go. <laughs> <laughs> I just what? I just gave one. Hey, no, okay, I'm looking with another. Uh, well, while you're thinking, Derek, do you want to see if your phone's charged and maybe you can hop back? Yeah, maybe I can switch back over. So let me take a look. So another song I would say, keeping with the Mario theme, is uh, mm-hmm. whenever I hear uh, the Bomb Battlefield, like or the whatever that song is, the one that's yeah, really yeah. Yeah. tracks. But that's yeah, such a yeah. distinctive track. Yeah. Like it's come up a few times recently, just in just I think because of like the leaks, nothing specific to it. But I've just heard it in a few videos. I'm like, oh man, that's such a great, such a great track that always makes me want to go back and replay it. So I feel that yeah. way about Dire Dire Docks. That that song yeah. gets me. Oh, I think we want to play it right now on the keyboard. I think I've just <laughs> used that. I use that track so many times in our own discussion videos. I've like separate. Like it feels divorced from Mario 64 for me now. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's a great one though. For me, it's always the slider theme. I don't know. I just always feel like when I had a slider theme, it says, okay, let's go into it. Yeah, that's a good one. Yep. So energetic. Yeah, I think it's something about the energy for those songs, except for Dire Dire Dogs. It's a very different energy. <laughs> no, oh, it, yeah, slider, yeah. it just on a slider theme, like the racing one, like racing against the penguin and stuff. Or Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah totally. But... Yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm back. Yeah. Welcome back. Hey. There you are. Yeah. There we go. I really need to play Bubble Bobble again. I, the, the Bubble oh, Bobble theme the is just never, yes, I never right. forgot yeah. it, ever. ever. The, the, oh, yeah. the theme is so memorable. I, I could go 10 years without it and still remember what it Not was. Not only is a theme oh. ingrained in my head, but so was their, what is it? They're there, yeah, or whatever the, the, the yeah. sound they make when they're cheering. So that was, uh-huh. Yeah. That, that just makes me think of um, Adventures of Lolo. I love the song, but there's only mm-hmm. one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I guess the, otherwise, Windmill Hill is from Tropical Freeze. And, oh, uh, of course. Oh, everything oh. from Tropical Freeze. I was going to say everything. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. 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 Pretty Every, much. Yeah. That game I had, in my, yep. I think that game for platformers at least, I had the most overall like best soundtrack. Like every song, is nearly every song is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Nice choice. I think I was recently, I was listening to oh. just a bunch of Final Fantasy music and then the, nice. the opening of Final Fantasy VI hit and I was like, why isn't yeah. this on Switch? It's so good. <laughs> we need that and Chrono Trigger mm. on Switch. Yeah, and totally. Tropical Freeze is so good. I think I might still rate DKC two barely above it, 
uh, at least for in terms of soundtrack, maybe in terms of the game, mm. but yeah, the soundtrack, but they're both so good. But some, oh, of, DK some of that game's soundtrack is also in Tropical Freeze with some amazing That's it is. Yep. That's true. Yes. Um, going back to Bubble Bobble for a second, has anyone here played Bubble Bobble 4? Because I haven't, and I'm curious about no. it. No. Uh, I, the new, you mean the new one on Switch? Yeah, the new one. Uh, yes, I did. Uh, it came out for some reason two months earlier in Europe. So I, oh, yes. I, 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 I saw that. It was weird. Yeah. I didn't play anything? through it. It's an hour and a half long, and, you, <laughs> okay. and I paid 40 bucks for it. Oof. So I'm not sure how to feel right. about it. I will I mean, wait for I the gameplay itself. Yeah, the gameplay itself is good and it comes with the arcade game. But if you're really searching for a meaty game, I don't think you'll find that here. Mm. I will wait for a sale then. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> good nice. idea. Um, yeah. Well, Matthew, did you have a uh, topic? Um, yeah, actually, a couple things were interesting. Uh, somebody actually brought up the idea of uh, a bit of a game that we could play, but I'm not sure if we have any time for games right now. Uh, before I move forward with saying it, should do we have anything like that? Games like usually that? take about 20 minutes and, and only with three people, so they might right. be a bit long. Right. Estimated okay. eight hours. All right. <laughs> it was music-related. It was so cool. cool set. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I thought yeah, we could get into that, it. Like, yeah. <laughs> right, I saw well, that. It sounded really fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it was really cool, fun. Um, well, PK Gaming says, uh, hey, GX, uh, and happy 200th episode. Thank you. So I love Animal Crossing. I think it's a cute, relaxing game that allows me to flex my creative muscles. But I also know that it isn't for everybody. While I enjoy building my island and decorating it how I like, I know some aren't into just creating for the sake of creating and get bored rather quickly since there's no true goal thus doesn't feel like a quote-unquote game. Um, So my question is, do you think New Horizons or a future title could benefit from a story campaign with an overarching story, characters uh, with development, and uh, and the end goal to encourage players to keep playing, or do you think that might take away from what Animal Crossing is at heart? Thanks, and looking forward to your thoughts. Do you yeah. want to start? Or should I start since I have go for it if you want? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Um, well, yeah, kind of like I was mentioned, Animal Crossing is meant to be a very approachable series. Um, mm. it, it's casual, even though as a, even as a core gamer, you can definitely get into like collecting all the bugs and fish and all that stuff. Um, but if there are very simple campaigns that don't, uh, that are they're not intrusive to the daily casual play, um, Nintendo mm. could generate some interest with that. Uh, it just has to make sure that it doesn't in, in, invade w- with what everyone else is doing because it, they may or may not want to participate in it. Right. So it, it needs to be some sort of optional thing. So if you want to get involved, kind of like uh, how a lot of people are feeling it was very invasive, how all the, <laughs> you couldn't fish anymore because of all the eggs in the water. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, uh, right. During Bunny Day, it was, it was insane. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if, if it's handled well, it, it, it can be done. It could be done. I, I think the potential of that is having a, I, like you said, be an extra mode that people can mm-hmm. opt into because I don't think you. I, yeah. I think it could only work as an extension of core Animal Crossing, a spinoff, uh, and, and, like, yeah, or a spinoff. My idea mm. actually would be, let's take Metopia and just theme it to Animal Crossing. Mm. There you go. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I still have the same amount of charm seeing the characters recast in various ways. I think people would have a lot yeah. of fun, like seeing King Tom Nook or what have you and see you know <laughs> yeah. how yeah. you, how you go about and have the money system and all that i think it'll be like 
uh, recruit villagers as part of your party, and each one has their own unique skills yeah. and whatnot. I think that might draw people in, especially if they keep it simple like Miitopia. Somehow I'm getting these feelings of, even though it's not really that related, a, a game on the Wii called My Life as a King. I don't know why. I just sit around thinking oh. about that. <laughs> yeah. I would I like, like that game. crossing campaign that reframes the game as a platformer and you play as villager with an axe. And you just, I don't know. I don't know what the. Oh, no. The, so you want Animal Crossing Ziplash? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, Animal no. <laughs> yeah. Well, so the act reminded me of something. Ash, but I tweeted out something a few months ago where my idea for an Animal Crossing game would be, or a spinoff or something, would be a game that plays exactly like Animal Crossing the first 10 days. On day 11, you wake up and you discover that someone has been murdered in the town. And the whole thing, the game completely changes into <laughs> like this right. murder mystery. And this tweet no. blew up. I got like tens yeah. of thousands of likes on this thing. Yeah. Or not, 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 sorry, not tens of thousands that... of likes. Like a, a dozen or do oh, no, actually, that's tens of thousands. That's right. And yeah, uh, well, so I think it would be interesting in like having something more conventionally related to the uh, something more yeah. conventionally gameplay related. That's happening or... right now with Dragalia Lost. Oh, <laughs> really? All right. Yeah. There's a campaign right now that's like that. All the characters getting knocked off. That's awesome. I'm going to have to check that wow. game out again. Yeah. Yeah. I would say playing uh, Tangled Tower late last year where it's like you're going to an island and it's a murder mystery. Like It could work very well in mm. Animal Crossing. I have heard really good things about Tangled Tower. Uh, it was mm. really... Uh, like I was wondering at first because it's mostly just you know going around asking people. Like Not actually much gameplay other than clicking things but mm. you know it really engaged me and i liked it nice. I, I know it's not a direct connection and i shouldn't be worried too much but when everybody says animal crossing story mode i'm trying to think back to happy home designer on nintendo 3ds <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah i was thinking about that too yeah the dollhouse yeah be because it's a much more structured animal crossing game with limited goals in mind right. and i think if you strap everything away that becomes animal crossing it mm. becomes sort of inherently boring yeah i don't think that is probably the best example of what you could do with the idea but i think you are touching on a point where as soon as you add like some kind of story or like concrete objectives you are already detracting from the core focus of animal yeah, crossing it can be right? yeah so i think yeah. what would be fun though is like a game in the spirit of animal crossing that lets you do a little bit more than what you do in the game so um mm. I, yeah i don't think it could work for animal crossing but a game similar to it and I've had this idea before, sure. but I thought it would something might be fun where a game, maybe a little bit more like Stardew Valley, uh, but where like you use mm. you use your running the farm yeah. or whatever you do to fund your adventures in the world. So like you you oh, run a farm factory. in order to kind of, but um, I think yeah maybe I, I haven't played much Room Factory, but so perhaps of that right. maybe. I think that's how it works. I've never played it myself, but that's what I've kind of heard of it. Like what's farming? It, and it, 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 yeah, it's sort of more anime. Harvest Moon, <laughs> if that's possible. Yeah. I, I guess that I guess that idea is also similar to that Sakuna of Rice and Ruin game that was shown. Uh, actually, that's true. That maybe that's why that actually resonated with me. <laughs> mm. Mm. Um, I don't know how much uh, longer we're planning to go. Has everyone had a chance to do a topic yet, or no? Uh, I mean, other than our, I, I don't think we've got a topic from Tom. No, not yet. Okay. <laughs> oh, sorry, Tom. A oh, to topic. <laughs> Topic. Yeah, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> did you guys talk about the Nintendo Leaks one yet? Yes. We okay. did at the beginning. Yeah. We did the Giga Leak, yeah. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Jordan Art did my backup one. Uh, so... um, if you want some time to look, Tom, I can do mine really quick. 
Yeah, you do yours really quick, Ash, and I'll see if I can find another one. All right. Well, my topic for episode 200 comes from Huss, who says, Happy 200, everyone. Thank you very much. Uh, been here since the beginning, and these episodes have never ceased to entertain me. Props to Derek for the multiple solo podcasts as well. Here's to another 200. Hopefully, we can get some Breath of the Wild 2 news before then. Hell yeah. Uh, oh, here's yeah. a fun <laughs> If you guys had unlimited time, budget, and resources to have your dream video game developed, what would it be? It can be an entry in an existing IP or one straight from your head. Go crazy. Hope you all stay safe and healthy. So you have a few yeah. ideas. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> I mean, so many, yeah. I mean, there's so many I could choose, but for me, if I if I could just pour as much money and resources as I could to get one dream game made, ironically, it would be Chrono Break, uh, and I would get the dream team back to make it. So I would money hat the cool. game. As much as I need to, I'd get the entire dream team of Akira Toriyama, Nobuo Uematsu, Yuji Hori, Kazuhiko Aoki, Hironobu Sakaguchi, get Mitsuda back to be the <laughs> main composer. stuff. <laughs> you know, yeah, get Mitsuda back to be the main composer. And of course, you got to bring Masato Kato back to like mm -hmm. properly write the script and finish what he, his original version for right. uh, his original vision for Chrono Break. Did I would see? go all out. Yeah, so and then Death in the chat said the exact same thing at the exact same time you did. Did they really? Oh, that's yeah. weird. That's awesome. Oh, wow. I didn't see oh, that. Amazing. Oh, yeah. There you go. Chrono nice. Break yeah. right there. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. I would be so did you, happy. Did you play uh, Radical Dreamers at all? I did. I I, I played oh, okay. it. Uh, you right. know, it's the, the, uh, it's the yeah, between game games. that I think was only in Japan. I think like that. Well, Cr Chrono Cross essentially became it became the officially yeah. you know released. Well, it was released in Japan, but Chrono Cross is like the more well known version of Radical Dreamers and just majorly expanded. <laughs> Right. right. Never kind tried of, yeah. it myself. So. It's uh, interesting. It's very different, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, mine, I, I think you kind of might know mine, uh, Ash. Let's get, let's get uh, Volnet so. off the moon. Yeah, I think so. That would be, I, that's I, another I one of mine, Legends too. 3. Yeah. <gasps> Mega Man yeah. Legends 3. Hell yes. I know. I would love like, oh, it's, no. it's the best <laughs> We're talking about series. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I really hope that happens someday. I don't think it's going to, but mm, that would no. probably be my number two choice, to be honest. I, I think right behind mm -hmm. Chrono Break would be Legends mm -hmm. 3. I only need that one game. Just finish the story. Give us yeah. you know, enough of the cliffhanger. Let's do something with it. Just properly end the Mega Man you know, storytelling yeah. and be all good. The Legend story. Yeah, I would, I would really dearly love to see the original script or story treatment for what Legend of 3 was going to be. I want to know what was going to happen. I don't think we'll ever find out, but I really mm -hmm. would like to. And Afune becomes the bad guy and takes the script away and goes off into space. <laughs> there you go. That sounds about right. Wow. Oh, goodness. F099. Well, of course. Yeah. That's topical. We of course. Did nice. That yeah. trolley tweet guy. <laughs> Yeah, we, we had some people I, yeah. in the voice chat on Saturdays. Uh, we have a talk with GX we have on Saturdays at, at 1 p.m. Pacific, uh, 4 p.m. Uh, I could get all the time zones. But um, yeah, so we, were, we were talking about that, too, with the F-Zero. What can they do with the F-Zero? Um, there was a lot of really good ideas. We we have some members there who had some really good ideas. Uh, Sonic Sonic X Ethan, he, I think he was discussing that. Um, he he's, he's practically like our co-host right now. Uh, Don joins joins us a lot. Thanks, also Tom. Um, but yeah, it, we were we were thinking that's such a great idea. They don't they don't they don't even do anything with F Zero. Just say they have, they have no ideas. But we have ideas. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, the they audience. need a gimmick. Yeah, they want a gimmick. Yeah, a lab right. kit for like, it. 
you build your own. Like the number Falcon. one, hmm. the number one game that I really want is just an Elite Beat Agents two. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, be cool. Like four, but because they've had like I, I love... two in Japan, so true. I mean, okay, but I know you mean. Yeah, I would love another one. Fine, I, I... That's, we can call it that too if you really want to. <laughs> uh, but I, I love the stories and then the flow to the tracks and how that implements to the stories. I love the flow of that game, and for mm-hmm. a rhythm game, just felt so good on the Nintendo DS. So something similar. Uh, would also really work well on Switch, I think. Yeah, I'll even take a port of the first one, just the, like way higher bit rate for the audio. Like because it, it'd be hard to go back to the DS one now. I feel because we've heard so many more. You know, we, we're used to music in higher quality now. But yeah, the game was amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. No. Mm. Yeah. I always check uh, back. Unfortunately, unfortunately, oh. the, the that that original team is gone now, and they have all gone to do different things. So that it's is a bummer. It's never really going to happen, but. It's it's similar to say another code which I also really love and the sequel only came out mm-hmm. in Europe, uh, which I also really enjoyed. But games like that will never be made again, and and I think mm-hmm. that's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. keep your hopes up a bit because just look at Jet Set Radio recently. So it can oh, yeah. yeah, good point. Like yeah. elite rhythm agents. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So Tom, did you want to go before me on on your dream game? I, um, I, I guess because Half Life was done this year, so uh, and they already have billions of dollars. Uh, they don't need my money. I would love. They'll still take it though. They would, yeah. Oh yeah, totally. of course they will. Yeah, totally. I would love like a Metroid Prime at the caliber of the first Metroid Prime again. Uh, Ooh, because like yeah. this. Subsequent Metroid Primes, I didn't find as good as the first one, or didn't have that same impact. Huh. Yeah. So you're, um, so you're saying you have zero faith sense. in Metroid Prime Four? <laughs> I have some faith, but it's been like such a different team at this right. point. Yeah. So it's retro. Yeah. True. It's gonna be like a matter of time and vision. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. And like who they can bring in, because uh, I guess a lot of people do move around that area in terms yeah. of employees and staff and. After that, though, I guess um, if I could just keep throwing money at a game and time, it would be a carpoon. So, <laughs> shout out for my own game there. Yeah, oh, yeah, def- yeah definitely hey, talk about carpoon. Sense. I'll talk about Seraphim from Studio Ravenheart. <laughs> yeah. I work, I work for a game company. <laughs> yeah. Huh. But I would love to beat agents again. Uh, Don, I was going to ask, though, would you want another song in it that would make you cry or almost cry. Absolutely. Please do that. Yeah. The the Christmas song hit me so hard. It was great. I think Christmas song the last one too. Even the last level one, like carrying on the agents, Mm -hmm. that one almost as much as the Christmas one. And if I I want to laugh instead of cry, I will do September. (laughs) Oh, that one too. Yeah. I yeah. cannot do the Christmas song without without you know being brought to tears, especially if you mm-hmm. fail it. It's like the darkest, saddest, most awful thing if you fail. You cannot fail that song. Wow. It's the so... darkest timeline. It's so sad. It's wow. so you know sad. What, you know what we need is an Elite Beat Agents spinoff where there's an Elite Beat Agents team for the Elite Beat Agents. So you can go in there, right. hype them up when they need help themselves to hype up others. Oh my gosh. <laughs> nice. Oh my god. I've never beaten it. 
I have it, but I stopped playing because I was failing a lot, and I was really getting a little nervous about scratching up the bottom screen of my DS. I'm like, eh, I'm going to stop. <laughs> sure. We should go yeah. back now, but who cares about the Game DS club. at this point? Game Club. <laughs> yeah. Right. Or Game yeah. Club, as Tom said. <laughs> right. I guess that reminds me, like, right behind Legends 3 for me would be Rhythm Heaven Switch. Like, just a new Rhythm Heaven game for Switch. That would be, like, my probably number three. Yeah. That or Clone Earth 3. Like belief. Sure, yeah. Belief. I believe yeah. it's coming. Yeah. It's I just so. a matter of time. <clears throat> yeah. Um, um, did you end up picking a topic? Uh, yeah, I have a couple of choices here. Did you guys do Adam Harris's or Gentleman Gamers? I don't think so. That doesn't sound familiar. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay, well, Adam Harris... Um, now everything's upload changed <laughs> order again. He said uh, he was asking the one about like what project you're most proud of over the years and which one you'd want to redo. Did you guys do that one yet? No, 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 we haven't. Oh, okay, I'll read it out. Uh, Adam Harris. Uh, first, I want to give a huge congratulations for hitting this milestone. Thank you, Adam. Been listening to Thank the you. podcast mm -hmm. since the very first cold open, and you should be awesome. really proud of what you've created here. For the 200th podcast, I think there's only one question that is appropriate. What are your top 200 games of all time? <laughs> well, Adam, not this <laughs> yeah, 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 that was ambitious. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, real talk. Oh, I see what you did there, Adam. <laughs> My question has to do with reflecting on your work for GX over the years. What is the one project video or video you're most proud of? And on the flip side, which project or video do you wish you could go back and redo the most and why? Thanks for the hours upon hours of interesting and entertaining content. Here's to another 200. Well, thank you. Um, so I guess for me doing the graphics stuff, uh, I really loved making the case when we did it because it was like the ultimate team project. Mm -hmm. And I love drawing cartoons and stuff. So I got to do a lot of that, even though it was kind of ridiculous mm -hmm. trying to make that it deadline to be the it was third one before E3s. Yeah, we're working uh, until like min like 5 a.m. on that thing. The day yeah, before. like really stuff. Andre, <laughs> you had to edit it on your little tiny laptop, <laughs> which I can only imagine being a nightmare. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, I love that one the most. Uh, what one do you wish you could go back and redo? Well, I don't know about redoing the Waddle Dee verdict, but... <laughs> It should be redone. Waddle Dee deserves it. Is Waddle Dee smashed that. yet? I think not. It's a clearly Sakurai. Hey, I have us. five more chances. Yeah, uh, five more chances of disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> it's always hard to say what to do, uh, what you can change, because there's always the opportunity to iterate and move on. And I feel at this point, with any logo or anything we've done, uh, we've always managed to improve what has to be improved. So. Uh, other than my Wander Song review, wanted to go back and mention audio more. Uh, on terms oh, of graphics wow. and stuff, I'm pretty happy with the direction we've gone. and just hope we keep moving forward in the future. Yeah. What about you guys? Hmm, that's tough, huh. man. Yeah. And so many. Um, I, I know recently one of the things I was most proud of, and for all of us, but, you know, like, like my personal answer uh, would be the game of the decade stuff, just all the mm -hmm. PowerPoints. Like, you know, some of you at least know that like my full time job isn't GX. Like, I got a full time gig outside of GX. And so mm. to, to keep up with those <laughs> every day, a new PowerPoint on top of like my regular work was really tough. But I'm really uh, proud of how they all turned out. Uh, and I just think we all really did a good job with the high 
you know, there's a lot of work to do in a short amount of time. So yeah, Steve was building uh, none during the presentation. Right, <laughs> exactly. So I, I, that definitely is one of the recent things that comes to mind, but I'm also really uh, proud of how my uh, Mega Man Zero ZX Legacy Collection review came together. I was just very mm. happy with uh, just, you know, how it came together, yeah. getting better at video editing and just, uh, it was a big review because it was six games to play and just a lot to cover. But yeah, I, that's a recent one that I'm really proud of for sure. Nice. I would say for me, it's like the six or seven analysis I did for Animal Crossing New Horizons between December and February mm -hmm. uh, because we have very little information to go yes. on. And for <laughs> some reason, we managed to put out 10 minute videos on every single piece of information that came in. That's right. <laughs> it's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do I learned it from the best, which is Andre. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I'll pick it up from there then. Um, yeah, it, it's hard to say what the thing I'm most proud of. The, the Making the case was a super fun thing. Uh, also a lot yeah. of work for all of us, but that was a really fun project. For me personally, though, that or mostly I was involved with was would probably I would probably say the Breath of the Wild analysis. Like That almost drove me to the mm. point of insanity. Oh, yeah. But I was doing yeah, things. Yeah, that was amazing. Month yeah. long? Sorry, no, longer than that. Is it a month long? It's summer long. Oh no! It was, yeah, exactly. It was several months. Three, three months. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. that sounds like what I do with game. I mean, all these of gaming is like taking three months to get something yeah, done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, that thing, that thing was so massive that at the end, I, I, w I had to leave on a trip to I think PAX. So Derek had to compile everything wow. <laughs> and yeah. finish up the, yeah. the last bit of it. Oh, um, but yeah, man. I was doing stuff in that thing I never thought I would do, like mapping out, like using, you know, like trying to map out where things were in the world and using different. Just various kinds of math to, to well, establish used, distances yeah, and size, and you mm -hmm. also used other shows and like asked people specifically to grab this footage, like mark this in the distance to see where it is in the map, so I can kind of map it out. So you were even mm -hmm. like, that's why it took so long. Is that you were using later trade shows to get even more right? That's right. Oh god, right. that's right. Yeah, yeah. The worst thing about the the, the, the absolute worst thing about Breath of the Wild was that there was endless footage of it. The tons of different you know Nintendo themselves mm -hmm. had hours of treehouse footage on top of the trailers. Mm -hmm. Uh, every outlet had their own versions oh, of yeah. the gameplay, and in this game, you, you know the, the whole the whole game is open, so you can see any number of different things going on at any different at any given point. And I remember playing the game at E3 and just looking at the ten different kiosks or twenty different kiosks around me, and everyone's doing something different in this demo. Like, how was this possible? And then, as Derek was saying, there were different there were uh, subsequent um, trade shows in which we had more footage, but I was able to use that to my advantage, and was I would ask people who were at these like um. Uh, I think maybe even I think even to you too, Don. I think at one of these. Yeah, I think so. And I'm like, absolutely. You, and I'm like, can you use your telescope and like map where these things are in the distance, like specific things, like figure out, you know, like because when you access mm. the map after marking them, you can see where in the world they are. So that was a huge mm. help up yeah. point to help me better map out the world. So yeah, that was a super complex. Project. I think you asked me both at Posty Free and Gamescom yeah. at both times. Can you? Record more footage? Yeah, sure, of course. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, super useful. Um, and then also on the analysis front, I'd say Mario Kart 8 as well, where I piece together these tracks based on. Oh, you figured out all the tracks. Yeah, pretty much all the tracks. <laughs> oh, wow. Based on oh, just yeah. A few clips. Yeah. And yeah, that almost and they and they were remarkably accurate. The only one I got a pretty major thing wrong was yeah. with the uh, the fall the waterfall yeah. one, where I thought a bridge in the background might be part of the racetrack and it wasn't. But that aside, yeah, yeah I'm pretty happy with how, with how accurate this turned out. I think I getting... think using the boards of Sunshine Airport was like the most ingenious part. Like which yeah, gave us which track told us what tracks are coming yeah. up, and that was right. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Were you getting okay. super OCD about it, like I do? 
Oh yeah, that's you know, what I'm like, like I'm obsessive compulsive. Exactly. Ah, yeah. do it. <laughs> I would say yeah. also after your Zelda analysis, you had the Mario Odyssey analysis. I think that's what that I was going to bring up. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. you stitched oh, together yeah. New Donk City. Oh, like, <laughs> you were psycho, man. Oh, like, man I'm never going to do this again. Uh, like New Mario. Figure oh. out the names of these streets. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I actually and, had the full map with all the street names showing, like a Google Map look at it almost. Um, yeah, but in terms of like videos, I'd want to redo. Whenever I like look back in an old review, I'm like, oh god, I would I would have done that so much yeah. differently these days. And mm-hmm. and that even extends to reviews I've done not that long ago. I look back at them like, oh man, I wish I'd done that differently. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now um, was I was just gonna say was the Zelda analysis the year that Ash and myself that we were staying at your parents' house during PAX? Was so that that year one? or a different year I after think... on the Zelda year? Yeah. Was that? I, I just remember the one year where you also you had PAX and you had Disney World at the same time. Yeah, there was a lot going yeah. on. Yeah. yeah, you left you left PAX West halfway through to yeah. go to Disney World, and, <laughs> and Tom and I were staying at your parents' house. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, wow. where, where, where my parents right. my, my parents were. Oh, my parents were for Disney World too. So you guys had you yeah. had the house to yourself. So right. Wow. right. Yeah. Uh, real quick, uh, uh, Trust says, "Oh, Andre, those Mario Kart 8 analyses were my favorite. Those were what inspired me to want to do my own eventually." Well, that's awesome. Awesome. That. That's yeah. great. Nice. We love when we inspire yeah. others to do stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, as for yeah. my project, oh, yeah, sorry, go. did you want to go? No, again? no, you go ahead. You go ahead. Are you sure? Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, just um, I haven't done a whole lot of videos for Game Explain. Um, I usually do the music. Uh, that's that's kind of my thing mostly. But uh, we've been doing Bowser Gaming. I also did the one for the recent update for Super Mario Maker Two. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it just it, I have to say, I guess as you move along. Uh, is as hard as you work on a project, it's you always somehow regret certain things from the earlier times. Um, a lot of people don't even remember we had a first episode of Melodies of Gaming that was focused on uh, Link's Awakening. <laughs> Everybody seems to think it, it was the first one is actually the the uh, Super Mario Maker Two, but no, it's right. actually it was actually Link's Awakening. It was almost like a almost like a, an experiment itself. Um, but we'll have a big, even bigger one uh, coming now. I don't know about the, the length of the episode being bigger, but it probably will considering everything that's going on here. Uh, but it's, we're going to have, uh, another game explain member, you know, exactly who you are and, <laughs> and also another guest as well. So that, that it, 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 we always grow. We always grow as a team and we always grow as, as a individual, um, as an it. artist, it, <laughs> yeah, always, it always happens like that. It just, we have regrets within, yeah. within we learn from a, it, it, we learn from the experiences yeah and that's how it is yeah and matthew if you make it past episode three you've done better than most game explain shows <laughs> i i will i will you definitely do the best these I can truth bombs here tom i'm just saying i'm a guy who made many intros I, yeah i did a, i i'm very serious about this this series um i'm not just it's not just side thing it's, it's very i'm very serious about it Adam um, has, says, Oof, we're gonna man. try to do it the best we can yeah <laughs> Tom's um, like the the worst commenter in all of our series. Uh, I love Tom. Love Tom. It's like, <laughs> By the it's way, like, oh go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna think of the uh, Mr. T dropping in on Conan's tenth anniversary <laughs> special. It's like <laughs> the ten year thing. It's like, hey, Mr. Yeah. T, this is only for six. Like, what's if it's a ten year anniversary? It's like, yeah, but you've only been funny for six years. <laughs> yeah, that's great. By, by the way, uh, uh, Ash, uh, you were yeah. saying talking about uh, Donkey Kong Country earlier. Uh-huh. You recognize this? Uh oh, I kind of. It's kind of. Oh, is that the blockbuster? It's the blockbuster. Okay, yeah, nice. it is. 
I was my local store champion for that and Sonic 3. Oh, nice. Awesome. Awesome. I I, I did a Star Fox. uh, The Star Fox. Oh, nice. I have the flight jacket. Um, Oh, very cool. So, yeah, actually, I actually won twice. And I said, no, I'm going to give up the the other slot. I'm not going to take two. You've so, yeah, do that. And yes, it's I do have this too. I, too bad John's not here, but I do have this. I'll, I'll never oh, fully yeah. get over this, but <laughs> I uh, I went to the finals for one of the Blockbuster Video Game Championships. They were held at Disneyland. And the oh, first wow. finals game was NBA oh. Jam. And I fully admit I'm terrible at sports games, so I probably didn't have a good chance at advancing anyway. But I practiced, <laughs> and I get there, and I try to change my button my button uh, mapping because I, I was used to a certain button mapping that wasn't the default. And right, right, right. He said, is, yeah. are you entering a cheat code? You can't enter any cheats. You have to set the, the buttons to their default. And I'm like, it's not a cheat. Come yeah, on. It's just, it's just a control team. And so, of course, <laughs> I got smoked even worse than I might otherwise have. because uh, Oh, that's yeah. – oh, I feel bad. Sucked. It, I only entered, like, one tournament in my life. It was for – Donkey Konga, I remember. Donkey <laughs> Konga. Like, top one. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually hosted by Nintendo themselves. I won a Game Boy Advance SP out of it. So Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Thank That's you. great. Eric, how about I, you? I haven't been doing champions forever. <laughs> Just, I did Mario Kart. Uh, won the, uh, I think it was Double Dash. Yeah. I won a Double Dash uh, tournament. Uh, Tetris. Mm-hmm. I got third place. It was, it was really young, though. Um, yeah, it was a lot, a lot of stuff like that. Uh, yeah, we should talk about tournaments and stuff like that we we did in the past or that we like to do. Not much. <laughs> well, to talk let Derek, about let Derek, Derek finish yeah. first. <laughs> yeah. uh, either way, uh, I'm too uh, old. <laughs> in fact, I'm uh, turning 43 in, uh, in five days. Oh well, wow. really oh, happy birthday! Congrats. Happy birthday! <laughs> Thank wow. you. Yeah. yeah, birthday man. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, my, my uh, stuff I'm proud of, uh, honestly, I have to look back at my Xenoblade Chronicles X and 2 reviews. Uh, mm. I, I think those are definitely my longest. And yeah. I really, like, X really pulled me in when it came out. And I just went all in on that and uh, got people in, uh, really intrigued by it. Felt really good, especially since I that was my first time I ever got a pull quote from Nintendo themselves for their accolades trailers. That that felt really good. Ooh, nice. Um, nice. And uh, just yeah, just had a really good time putting those together. Uh, maybe a fan of the series, and uh, yeah, I just I, I'm very very proud of those. Now coming, uh, I'm hoping to have that same amount of pride for the eventual release of the Metroid movie that I'm still working on. That's oh yeah, getting closer oh, yeah. and closer. But uh, we'll see how that turns out. But uh, oh, I hope it works out for you, man. Yeah, yeah me too. But yeah. uh, in as far as things I go back and change, I. I have to think about my review of uh, Kirby uh, Triple Deluxe because I got really Ooh. sick as I was playing it. I love that game. Ooh. Really want to talk about it. Lost my voice. So I'm croaking oh, the entire time, John, that review if you listen to it. And it's just like, because yeah. I was that, I loved it that much. I wanted to do the review that much. So I forced yeah. my way through it to do that review. Mm. And uh, just to actually have good audio quality would be nice at the very yeah. least. <laughs> I think. You had that for a Pokemon review too, like one of the very first Pokemon reviews that they sent in. Or, but anyway, I remember, I remember, Ron, that you were sick on too, like, and you're like, nope, you're like you wanted to do it, so I respect that. I remember doing the Sushi Striker review and having massive toothache, so I had to go for for surgery on that. Then I tried to do the voice over for the review, could barely talk, and then Derek had to do it for me. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> Was not fun. <laughs> it doesn't sound. Yeah. Fun. It's awful, isn't it? No, it doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
You know, one, one series that I was particularly proud of us doing uh, that we never got to finish just because of time and, and circumstance was Songs to Smash 2. I was really happy with, with those mm -hmm. videos, and I wish we could have kept doing them, but we were just way too busy, of course. Mm -hmm. But it, those were a lot of fun. Yeah. Took a long time. Plus, I mean, the name, too. I mean, the name. <laughs> the name's perfect. <laughs> People love the yeah. name. I think Derek came up for that, didn't you? Our picks got in, either. Yeah. <laughs> like, none of them. Yeah. I know. Not, yeah, mm -hmm. none of them. No, mine did. Uh, uh, Croc Crocodile Cacophony made it in. For uh, D DKC2. That, yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. As a show. yeah, it's a really good one. Yeah. Thank you, K. Rule. <laughs> <laughs> right. Ad uh, Adam Harris says, uh, missing in action, cool bits. I think we've kind of gone beyond. <laughs> yeah. You, you know what I loved as a team effort? The whole rare um, sprites thing um, yeah. for any other topics uh, Smash Ultimate. Oh, yeah, that's oh, right. So, the, yeah, God, what was that series hmm? called? Um, what was it called again? Spirit? We did, we did, we did oh, one video. No. It was one video. The, What's the that ten rarest, The 10 rarest uh, spirits Why did you in have Smash to Ultimate. Remind me of that. And we went, we went <laughs> through the, the entire list on the Discord. And I had to recall Obscure Game, Obscure Game, Kiki Trick, uh, Sushi Titan Number Battle from DSiWare. And both of those name made it in, so it was. Um... Thank you. I had blocked those memories from my mind. <laughs> Thank you for that. Who's that spirit? Those... Thank you, Al <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, that's your... God. But, yeah. but, 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 but that was a singular video. That was a singular video. We we looked for every um, spirit, and looking if oh, if they were I, uh... if they were rare enough to put in the video, and we yeah. made this entire long list of every spirit in the game. I remember editing. I remember editing those videos with hundreds of spirits, and I, I am proud of how that turned out. That was a ton of work, but man, I don't ever want to revisit that ever yeah. again. That it was, was really a group effort. I felt everybody chipped in, like yeah. really. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Well, because I did a couple of a couple of after the main one where they, we just kept finding more new spirits that I just that I would cat you know uh, categorize and just put them all in each vid in the video, and it was hours and hours so many late nights all nights that was like my andre mario odyssey breath of the wild moment where i was just going nuts. i yeah. i literally i literally had to download um susan tyson number battles on another copy on my 3ds for one picture for the video right i remember <laughs> that yeah, yeah. Nice. uh those were fun well i think we we've gone for about two hours and ten minutes now yeah we went, we went we went over <laughs> Yeah, a little bit, but I, I think this was a pretty fun 200th episode. Hopefully, everybody yes. uh, enjoyed it, had a good yeah, time, and I uh, just really appreciate all of you for being here, uh, joining us for this 200th episode, and uh, anytime, you know, just doing everything that we've uh, done. It's 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 amazing. I, I I've said many times before, this podcast is my baby. Uh, I that's why I did all those single episodes early on, um, and. Uh, hopefully you'll be around for another 100, 200, 300. Yeah, Who knows? Totally. We'll see how it all goes. Just ask me anytime. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, thank you all so, so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this podcast, uh, you can uh, support us over on Patreon for just $1 a month. Get these page, uh, uh, these podcasts three days early every Friday. Um, offer up topics like the ones we had here. Join in for these special episodes that we do on occasion. You know, every 100 episodes or so. <laughs> Uh, and uh, also, there's the $5 tier for our new game club, where we talk about a game each week and get access, get access to live recordings, uh, exclusive streams, all kinds of fun stuff. And uh, yeah, keep an eye out for that. Yeah. So thank you all 
so much for listening and watching to those on Patreon. Uh, Patreon. And we'll see you next week for episode yeah. 201. Yep. Till then. Yeah, Bye. Eric. Bye. Uh, see you, everyone. Uh, see ya. Uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs>